Welcome to the hideout. Big show tonight. What the? Glad to have you guys here. Where's the open? Yeah, it's coming, man. I'm just uh, I'm just running down a few of the big things going on in the hideout tonight and in the in your world. Hefe. What the hell? Hefe. The hero Rosie O'Donnell finally got the gay cruise done and ready. It's uh, about to go out, but uh, there was one problem. There was a fire scare on the uh, on the boat when the first mate said, "There's a lot of flames on here." Can we start the show? Is that too much to ask to start the show? What do you think about that, Hefe? First, I thought the Rosie O'Donnell cruise had already been done. I, I'm, I thought you know it was a success and except for the uh, the scare. Okay, there. I mean, uh, I'm thinking about going on a cruise, the monster cruise. We talked about it last night. The information on RealRadio.fm, and that's actually something. Have we started the show? Hefe. Big stuff going on with uh, the American Idol former contestants. Do you remember Bo Bice? No, have never watched it. Well, Bo Bice was a rocker on uh, American Idol, and uh, Bo Bice got into a bar brawl with former NFL star Glenn Parker. Never heard of him. Glenn Parker, he's a lineman. Well, Glenn Parker, uh, fight, I guess uh, Bo Bice swung at him, whipped really bad, and it turns out that, uh, I guess, uh, the music charts aren't the only place where Bo Bice can't get a hit. Where the audience come from? I don't remember there being an audience for this bit that I'm not too fond of uh, previously. What, the audience for the bit? Don't be talking trash about the audience. Have we started? More celebrity news, Hefe. Okay, so this doesn't count? Celebrity news. Okay. Nick Lachey came out and said he's still in love with Jessica Simpson. I actually did hear about that. You did hear about that. Well, uh, did you read into the uh, story anymore? No. Well, the big thing is, uh, I guess, uh, he misses her so much that he's invited retarded children into his house to supplement the conversations they used to have. Hello? <laughs> now, now, I did see that he... Uh... He said he still loved her. So I guess he, too, has the Nightmare Dave disease of uh, not being able to let go. But um, can we start now? Is that okay? Can we go ahead and get this show started? Hefe, are you a big fan of Ben and Jerry's? Not of this. Uh, yeah, Chunky Monkey, love it. Don't be racist. Ben and Jerry's have apologized uh, for causing offense, calling their new flavor black and tan. Uh, Black and Tan was a nickname for a violent British militia during the Ireland War of Independence. So there's a lot of apologies being thrown out there right now, and uh, Clay Aiken has been fighting for an apology for IHOP's uh, Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. I get it, because he's allegedly... Mo. Right. 
Let's start the show. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. What the hell We're was going that? Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. I guess on the bright side, at least it's already done. What's new? What are you talking about, Hefe? <laughs> Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am Hefe. That is Dubby Leno. And we are here for you to be somebody tonight. Pick up that phone and participate. 407 and star 1041 on your singular singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone. You get dial those numbers. Dial them right now for the Hideout Headlines Game Show. The Hideout Headlines Game Show uh, starts immediately. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. We turn them into prizes. Hideout Headlines Game Show right now. 407-916-1041. Matt Albert is your third Mike and Ryder. 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin with patchy baldness and graying hair. Chunks is the executive producer of The Hideout. He will host the Hideout Headlines game show. It's Tommy Bateman, our director, on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for The Hideout page on realradio.fm. And Mad Matt Mateo is screening your phone calls right now for The Hideout Headlines game show. Call now. Be a winner. We need at least six players. We do have fantastic stuff to give away, including uh, waiting on DVD, $50 in coupons for food, coffee, and more at 7-Eleven, $20 gift card to Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue, uh, also two hideout prize pack, and fun with Dick and Jane on DVD and PSP. So you got to call now to be a winner. Uh, J-Dubs, it is Friday night in the hideout. That means open door policy. Last hour of the hideout, we open it up to the heretics. And uh, you were able to see the show live and in person. In addition to that, J-Dubs, tonight, this evening, we have uh, Did It Happen in the Hideout? That is our weekly recap game of what went down. If you'd like to cheat, go to the iTunes podcasting of the uh, Hideout. Five categories. A lot of the questions are uh, we get from there. Uh, Brett Bushy, Orlando Predators will be in tonight. And our quarterback for tomorrow. Um, he is, uh, we'll talk about the media bowl. We'll talk about the war on I-4 or war of I-4 between the, uh, Preds and the storm going on tomorrow at the TD Waterhouse. And I guess, too, the brawl that went down, uh, at last Friday's game against the Georgia Force. We were watching video of that before the show. We also have, J-Dubs, tonight, some epic audio of the profanity-laced preacher. Nice. That is on... That was on. I guess um, he was on a uh, public access television show, and he is so good. I only got a couple of clips because it's like 10 minutes, but the two clips that I have to tease tonight will be great. And we're going to start a new thing, a Friday night thing, Hideout Go. Yes. Uh, Hideout Go will get going. It was something that actually was born through the two of us being drunk, wandering around Church Street. Uh, last Saturday night. Yeah, we were uh, out last Saturday night, and we just started doing this thing where we would uh, throw out stuff and just say, go. And uh, we'd have to throw out the first thing that came to our mind. 
It was, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Also, Soft, the hideout uh, documentary filmmaker, is here. He has the trailer for the By Curious BJ documentary nice. that we can play for you tonight as well. First, though, let's get started with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. Headlines Game Show, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Your huge chance to save huge savings is tomorrow at noon with the Wholesale Furniture Market Great Spring Auction. Over 20,000 square feet of quality home furniture at wholesale prices. Just think of what you can save with those auction prices. Wholesale Furniture Market Corner of 436 and 1792 next to the Sam's Club. Give them a call at 407-332-1314 for more details. That's the big Wholesale Furniture Market Spring Auction tomorrow at noon. Ladies are first in the hideout. You get your pick of the category, Melissa, because you called up. Melissa and Ocala, what do you want to start with? World, national, sports, entertainment, or strange news? How about local, please? All right, here's local for Melissa and Ocala. All right, local, spill in the blank. A rock ledge man was killed after hitting a guardrail with his car early Friday. Police believe that the victim was doing what with another car? Racing. Go. Add away. Good job, Melissa. More racing uh, fatalities out there? Oh, yeah. And this time it's pretty bad. I guess they were going speeds excess of 100 miles an hour, and when it hit the when the car hit the guardrail, it split in half. The pictures are. Horrendous. I don't feel bad. Not I don't need one second. No, I'm almost happy. Now, I will say, that, as long as there were no innocent bystanders that were hurt, let me say this. I have a theory now about these racers. And uh, it's a theory that I want to share with you a little bit later on. But to me, I'll go ahead and share it now. And I got other ideas about it. They're Asians and Hondas? No. <laughs> it's all penis envy. This entire thing is about uh, your penis. Because chicks don't do this stuff. The funny thing is, is all every town has these kids too that do this. Uh, we had our uh, our little group of kids in Fowlerville that we would do that would do it, and we'd call them the Fowlerville Squealers because they'd be squealing all the way through town all the time, and it, it goes to every town. Let's go to Vinny in Altamont Springs, the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Vinny, what category? World, national, sports, entertainment, or strange? We take entertainment. All right, here we go. Uh, entertainment is multiple choice. CBS is working on a deal to replace David Lee Roth on seven radio stations due to slumping ratings. With which radio personalities? A, Ron and Fez, B, Opie and Anthony, C, Man Cow, or D, The Grease Man? Uh, that was Ron and Fez. Oh, sorry. Sorry it is their, uh, their buddies on XM202, Opie and Anthony. And, it uh, looks like uh, the deal's pretty much done. Yeah, the, everything is saying that it's uh, it's done. David Lee Roth, out. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't. Uh, that, you know what? It ended much quicker than I thought, too. You know, usually these things will go on and on and on forever, like a, at least a year before they find out, hey, this isn't going to work. Right. But I have to give it to CBS, knowing, okay, this isn't going to work. We shouldn't have done it in the first place, Here's, but but <laughs> at least it didn't take a whole year for them to figure it out. Here's the thing, though. Everyone knew. Yeah. There is not a single person in or out of radio that thought David Lee Roth in the morning was going to be a good idea. <laughs> have you heard one person? Yeah, that's a damn good move. I would like to hear David Lee Roth on my morning drive. Oh, my goodness. So... Uh, congratulations to Opie and Anthony, though. We, uh, we're kind of 
Fans. Yeah, we're fans and somewhat friends through Ron and Fez. You know, we had the chance to meet them, and they were very nice guys. So best of luck to them. Uh, I guess simulcasting on 202. And if they're listening, I need to borrow some money, please. And uh, also on those CBS stations. And by borrow, I mean not pay back. Uh, let's go to Nick at UCF Hideout Headlines Game Show. You ready, Nick? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Which... Sports, please. All right, going with sports. Knew what he wanted. Here we go. All right, former NFL offensive lineman Rich Tilski is being sued by his wife for allegedly beating their adopted daughter, causing broken bones in their child's hands and legs. Is that true or false? Oh, my gosh, false. It is false. It's, uh, it's actually both of them are being charged for abusing their adopted daughter. Oh, the the wife and the, the wife uh, former and lineman? The, uh, former lineman. Wow. <laughs> so I guess I guess the thing is he's on the NFL has like a, a section about being a good dad, all pro dads, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's on there saying I think the most important thing to me is being a good dad. That's the most important <laughs> thing in this in this world, and. Uh, and what well, better way to be a dad than with a wet belt? I'll tell you what. Being a good dad is a good thing. Be- being a good child is another. So I- if you're a good child, these things don't happen to you. Uh, let's go to Jonathan in Orlando. Jonathan, you ready? Hi, to Headlines Game Show. How you guys doing? All right. World, national, or strange? Which category do you want? Strange. Nice. All right, strange is multiple. It's Friday night, so well, a lot of guys. <laughs> Strange is multiple choice. Bill Richardson, the governor of New Mexico, held a town hall meeting with over 100 people in attendance. The most prominent issue of the meeting, though, focused around what? A, cacti infestation, B, cockfighting, C, a shortage of ink cartridges for computer printers, or D, the 1982 Playboy Playmate of the Year? Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, B. There you go. I guess he was asked by some human, no, animal rights activists, because, you know, to break stereotypes, in New Mexico, <laughs> cockfighting is a big deal. It's kind of a problem. And he said he's just going to wait it out to see how he feels about the issue. Yeah, it's it's still legal over there, but he said that it's going to, they're going to need 60 days to talk about it, and they've slated the, the, uh, the conference from January 16th until March 17th of next year, because people have presented good, uh, Good arguments on both sides. I agree. Let's go to Fat Man in Sanford here in the hideout. You ready, Fat Man? Oh, yeah, let's go. All right, world or national, which category you want? National. Nice, good choice. All right, national is fill in the blank. Five teenage boys were arrested in Kansas after police discovered a plot on what popular website to replicate a Columbine-style killing in their own high school? Uh, I don't know. I'll take a guess. MySpace? There you go. You're a winner. Hold on, fat man. It's always the evil, evil MySpace. Yeah, this time MySpace did a little good, but you're not hearing a whole bunch about it. No, you aren't here. I guess uh, they could spin it saying, well, these people wouldn't have been able to get together and plot if it wasn't for MySpace. No, because, yeah, uh, that's what uh, Klebold and Harris used Mm -hmm. in 99. It's very interesting, though. Uh, These guys were obviously knuckleheads because (laughs) of the fact that they posted all of their information uh, on the website. One of them was chatting with or sent messages to one of his female friends, like in North Carolina, basically giving the hit list of who it was he was going to kill. And I wonder, too, those of us in the hideout, mm-hmm. because they say they were bullied and that whole thing, you think you'd have been on someone's list, Dubs? Oh, definitely. I would have been on at least 10 to 20 people's lists. Yeah, I have that feeling, too. I think... After the first one happened, I'm like, oh, God. Is it, is it me next? Is someone going to come in here blazing me up? Right. 
I'm worried about that with Nightmare Dave. I'm not going to lie to you. Really? Yeah, a little bit. I can't believe you did that to him. You shut the hell up. What a Instigator. Dick. All right, let's wrap it up with... See, who's been on hold the next uh, longest? D in Orlando. D, you ready? Yeah. You're left with World, my friend. All right. Hi, Headlines Game Show, Real Radio 104.1. World is true or false tonight. The Chinese media is in an uproar today after a meeting between the Chinese president and President Bush after a White House announcer flubbed China's official name. Is that true or false? True. All right, so false. Chinese media is actually kind of downplaying it a little bit. Uh, some people on blogs and stuff have acknowledged that it was kind of disrespectful that they mispronounced China's name. It's, um, I forget what they called it, but it's... Uh, Didn't they call it the People's Republic? Of People's Republic is what it's called, but they call it the Republic of China, which is the rival... Uh, which is actually Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. So uh, The other thing about this, real fast, and we get a, didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm always ashamed of our president. Yeah. But I'm even more ashamed of our president this go-round. Why? Because of the lady who was protesting and yelling at the Chinese president. Mm-hmm. And um, she was essentially saying, uh, you know, stop slaughtering or persecuting Fal Gong, which is a banned religious movement in China. And the president expressed deep personal regret to the president of China because of the protest. So he's apologizing for a woman speaking, speaking freely and shouting out, Hey, don't persecute those, you know, persecute those of us that want religious freedoms. After he just got done, quote unquote, making a speech about how China should be, you know, accepting other religions, just be open-minded. But instead, he goes over, and he's uh, really sorry, and I'm sorry that happened, and this, that, and the other. And he's just a complete hypocrite. And well, it's I really mean, in a perfect world, he wouldn't want the protesters either. That's what I'm saying. It's would craziness. You? Why not? You would. It would get under your skin. Of course, it would get under your skin. But that's and in a perfect world, you wouldn't want that happening. But you're an elected official. You mm -hmm. got to deal with that. Oh, of course you got to understand do. that's what's going to come come to you. Of course, you have to deal with it. But you can wish they weren't there. Well, yeah, you can wish anything isn't there. But to sit up there and say, "Hey, you need to be more open-minded. You need to, uh, ex you know, accept other religions." You need to allow people to express themselves. Then a woman does that. I'm really sorry. I say kick her out of the country. All right, we got to take a break. A couple people uh, have some things. Maybe murder a few of her family members. Share a few lessons. And a popka wants to talk about wants to contest an answer. And uh, Sean in Orlando wants to talk about the racing. We'll take a break. Come back. Get all that done here in the hideout. Friday night, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Is it Sharon and Apopka? Right. Hi. What's going on, sweetie? Well, you, your uh, little game about what do they have in common, and you gave the three clues, corn, uh, pep, uh, corn, I don't remember the other two. You were looking for the word dog, corn dog, chili dog, <sighs> I don't and think uh, that was hot us. dog. Well. Yeah, and, you're and, right. And someone said pepper? Yeah. And, oh, that no, was... no, no. Well, what about peppercorn? Instead of corn pepper. You're right. No, I think she's wrong. Either answer works. What's that? Either answer works. No, not really. Yeah, really. No, we prefer salt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll you're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. 
Go ahead, admit it. What? You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Oh, I admit it. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> How do we screen those phone calls, Matt? 407 <laughs> and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Peppercorn. <clears throat> um, I've just, I continue to be ashamed uh, of our president and what he did. But what's the big Chinese stereotype, Dubs? Um, Chinese stereotype, the rice thing, uh, eating dogs, um... All right. Good. Smell oh. odd. Oh, me. Hold on, hold me. on. I'm writing with rice, eating dog. Now, that's not Chinese. Isn't that like a Korean thing? It's all Orientals. No, it's not. They're not. Oh, first of all, rugs are Oriental, not people. Oh. Persians. Pick me, pick me. What? Here. Pick me. Um, besides the bad driving. Oh, oh bad driving, yeah. Um. That you always have to take your shoes off when you go to their house. Actually, that's mm-hmm. more of a fact, really. Yeah. And they all know karate. And math. Which is worthless, by the way. And math. Oh, how about uh, how about uh, Matt's thing where they always look like they're sneezing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right, so here in just maybe, I don't know, 20 seconds, mm-hmm. I've gotten one, two, three, four, five, six Chinese stereotypes. <laughs> Between the three of you. Actually, I guess it's more Japanese, but they smile all the time. And small penises. Oh, wait. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the, the small penises and uh, picture, so, picture and, taking. And sideways, you know, for the women. <laughs> Shut up. All right, that's just not even... It's true. Allegedly. All right, here's what I want to... <laughs> Is Brett Bushy here now? Gong. I think he's being let in by chunks. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I think maybe we ought to do then, since he's here, because I don't want him to have to wait around for a half hour. We had him scheduled for eight. We'll bring him in next, and we'll pick the stereotype thing back up. Because... <sighs> Matthew? What? Matthew! Matthew! Uh, You're going to make someone mad, Matt. I, I want my yum-yums tonight. <laughs> a government, government researchers have found... There's a study by researchers. Yeah, government doesn't lie. I don't know, though. <laughs> they found a certain stereotype about black men. It appears to be true. And they have scientific evidence. And here, after we talk to Bushy, I want to have an open discussion about stereotypes. The, the, the better athlete? <laughs> we don't take gunshots well. <laughs> what is that? Tupac, Biggie, I mean... Larry on 441, you're they in the hideout. You got 50 cent off, sudden proof. Go ahead, Larry. Yeah, hi. I uh, just want to give you another stereotype about Chinese, well, more about Chinese women. Yes. Is that they're uh, very subservient. Yeah, that's true, that they're very... Uh... That is one that a lot, uh, a lot of people think. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I know you're chomping at the bit to get going on this, Matt, and I'm sure you want to know which stereotype it is, too, don't you? Yeah. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hideout Row Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. I, uh... I, uh, cannot wait for tomorrow. I've been so excited. Uh, by the way, Brett Bushy here from the Orlando Predators. 407, 44 Preds for your tickets. Tomorrow, the big game. Um, Predators against the um, Tampa Bay Storm. 
Well, the big game is actually the media bowl. That's see, I didn't want to. You know, that's what I've been saying. The media bowl. We're sitting here talking strategy during the commercial break. We'll talk media bowl in a second, though. Um, f- first of all, so what happened Friday uh, against the Force? Uh, we see, you know, all of a sudden on all the local television stations. We see some uh, lady getting thrown on or <laughs> bumped pushed onto on the, or uh, bumped onto the field. What happened? You know what? I made the mistake of uh, letting fans from the other team come to our game. Like, if I f- could figure out a way to keep the Tampa Bay Storm fans out of the arena, I would. Because they just cause all kinds of problems. The Georgia guys um, just were obnoxious, inebriated, and um, our fans stood up to them. And uh, the Georgia fan threw a punch, and hopefully the guy ends up in jail. Okay, so that. Now we have the audio, I guess, from the local six story. If we, if you don't mind us playing it, and then like we'll stop and kind of comment on it, so that people, everybody, everybody knows what goes down. Absolutely. Live from WKMG, the problem solvers. This is local six news at six. And tonight, a local six exclusive, and you're looking at it, a football free for all. A man at a Predators game says he was preyed upon, and now he says he's considering taking. All right, hold on. I hate the wacky wordplay. We love Marlo uh, Weech. She was in last week at this time on the show. She was fantastic. But why, with the puns or the silly wordplay? What is it? And he, he was says, prey. He was preyed upon. This is taking legal action for this melee and tells only our cameras why. Good evening, everybody. I'm Bob Fryer. And I'm Lauren Rowe. It is our top story tonight. There was plenty of action at the Orlando Predators Arena football game Friday, and we're not talking about the field. Some of it was in the stands at the TD Waterhouse Center. Our cameras were rolling for the must-see video. Punches thrown, fans falling, a woman even flipping over the wall. Tonight, a victim is speaking only to Local 6 about the fight, the effects, and his demands for justice. Todd Joukowsky... All right, hold on a second. Now, let me ask you something honestly, Brett. Deal. Is this good or bad for the Predators? Honestly, I mean, I don't think it was that bad. I mean, this was an anomaly. I you know there, there's there's fights that happen, but we have our fans are passionate. We have tremendous energy in the arena. Yeah. And when you have that, things like this happen every once in a while. It just never has happened where uh, actually a woman actually fell onto the field, and that that was the unfortunate thing. But the first thing that happened was our players ran over there and picked her up. Right. And we took care of her. I brought her over. And the the, the funniest sto- thing about the whole story is I went over and I go, are you okay? Is there anything I can do for you? And she goes, I'm just really upset because I didn't get to finish my beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to nice love that one. Right there. All right, that's awesome. And what I did is I went over and brought her over a football and a brand-new Budweiser. Oh, look at this guy. Let's watch it all here for the Predators, Predators management. All right, continue the story here in the hideout, Dubs, uh, from Local 6. He was speaking only to Local 6 about the fight, the effects, and his demands for justice. Todd Joukowsky joins us live with his side of this fan fist fight caught on tape. Now, there are several questions that need to be addressed. Who should be arrested? Why didn't security guards do more? And what's going to be done to make sure you and your family do not end up getting slapped around the next time you? go to a game. He just didn't give up. Now watch. The punch. Oh, jeez. That's Bruce Fuller's reaction to seeing himself getting popped several times at Friday's arena football game. Well, it was powerful enough to knock me down a row and lift me off my feet. Here it is again. Bruce is behind the man in the purple shirt. 
Down he goes, colliding into a woman who flips over the wall and onto the field at the TD Waterhouse Center. Here's what started the fracas. This video from the team website shows Georgia Flame player Chris Johnson scoring a touchdown. Then he throws the ball into the stands, but the man in the purple shirt intercepts it. It was assumably going to the woman in the black dress behind him. That sent the Georgia fan in the white shirt behind him into a fit of rage. All right, first of all, there's so much to say just about that alone. I It's always great to watch a foul ball and a grown-ass man mm -hmm. throw children out of the way to get a ball that he could get at the sports authority for 350 you know? Yeah. So now, I guess, and you can barely see it in the little video there, I guess it was a hot chick in a black dress that the uh, force guy was trying to throw the ball to. I mean, mm -hmm. who knows who it is or whatever. And a guy hops in the like in front and guy intercepts it. in a purple it. shirt. Right. Purple shirt man. Grimace. And, uh, he was then, a larger man. Then, then it all seems to uh, go down uh, from there. By the way, the Warren I-4 Predators Tampa Bay Storm tomorrow at 7.30. Tickets still available, 4.07. 44 Preds, uh, fill it up for the Preds. And the white shirt behind him into a fit of rage. Watch as the man continues to throw blows, even with two security guards hovering. We also talked to the man in the purple shirt who tells us he alerted security early in the game about potential problems with the drunken Georgia fans. Several times today we asked for a comment from TD Waterhouse officials about the perceived lack of response by the security officers, and they denied comment. How many people does this guy have to hit before he gets arrested? Bruce suffered a black eye and a sore neck. He demands justice. The way to stop something like this is by uh, setting the precedent of prosecuting. And what about the player who appears to grab the arm of the man in the purple shirt? We contacted the league office. A spokesperson tells Local 6 they have reviewed the tape and decided to not take action against the player. The Georgia Force Arena team also did not respond to our request for a comment. As for any arrests, Orlando police tell me there is a report filed and detectives will look at it as for possible battery charges and they expect to use all of this video to make their case. Lauren, Bob? All right, thank you, sir. All right, so there it is. That was the local six story on the mm. uh, quote-unquote brawl that went down. Um, now let me ask you, part of this part of you, this part of you think... Any publicity, good publicity, this is the predators out there, or do you worry a little bit of, oh, man, the image, this, that, and the other? Some of the comments they made, like, um, you know, are you safe and those types of things is, is ridiculous. Yeah. First of all, security was right on there. They were right, they were in there within seconds. I ran over there from another section, and I was there within 40 seconds, 45 seconds, and security was already over there, had them out of the seats, had them in handcuffs. They did a great job. Just, you know, these things happen, and um, our, our fans, I mean, you've been to a game. It's different. If you think you're going to sit down and you're going to clap and, you know, enjoy when, you know, a slam dunk happens or something like that, it's just not that way. It's mm -hmm. just not for you. And even at, even at, you know, boring sports like baseball, you see these things go on. So it doesn't seem, I hope they weren't trying to play the whole arena football out of control, this, that, and the other. Well, even when you go to like uh, someone else's house, like if you, I went uh, as a Detroit Lions fan over to uh, a Baltimore preseason game. It was a preseason game, and I was just yelled at the whole time for sitting there in a Detroit uniform uh, and uh, cheering for Detroit the whole time. Did you hear, by the way, Harrington? Uh, the uh, Dolphins. Dolphins have interest in him? Mm -hmm. It looks like the deals are already done. They're just waiting for Detroit to sign off on it. 
What would you guys get in return? I don't know. It it looks like we could get something very small or nothing. Well, Detroit, out of it. Detroit wants a fourth round pick, and Miami wants to give them a six round pick, and they're trying to use Harrington as leverage to only give up a six round pick. Wasn't this for a former top five pick? Yeah, number three pick overall. <laughs> Like a lions. So there it is. So there it is. It's all out there on the you know, and obviously the predator games. It's safe. It's fun. It's uh, all that kind of stuff. So there's no uh, nothing to be worried about. Let's take a break. Come back. By the way, don't forget big game tomorrow night. Uh, predators versus the storm. Four zero seven forty four. Preds tickets still available. Let's take a break and come back. Talk about this media bowl that's going on, and how I have nursed myself back to health. Just for this thing. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's a Friday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The Warren I-4. Between the Preds and uh, Tampa Bay Storm tomorrow at 730. Tickets available right now. Go uh, point your web browser to... Uh, Ticketmaster.com. Ticketmaster.com uh, to get your tickets. All right, so Media Bowl is tomorrow, 1 until 3. We read the rules at about this time last night, the two Russ rules, Russ Rollins rules and the Dirty Jim rule. Do we have to bring our own shoes and our own bowling balls? It's completely different. But uh, I'm good at bowling. <laughs> oh, Okay, now let's talk about this for a second. First of all, is it open to the public, the media bowl? No, no, it's not. Oh, um, uh, I... we'll, we'll have some TV cameras there. Like T. Taylor will be there from Channel Six, I think, in nine. Um, uh, doing it, it'll probably end up on the news. But no, we don't allow. You can have friends and family come in and everything like that, but we just don't have people coming in because then we have to get them out. But oh, okay. we, we, we've talked about doing it in the past, but no, we can't have fans come down, all right. unfortunately. All right, we did not know that, so sorry for promoting it all week. Uh, that, that's that's Watch okay. for it on the news. <laughs> right. You know what? If, if people come down there, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure out a way. We'll get them in there. Yeah, we'll do something. But uh, this is actually for Pride. So the Media Bowl is essentially real radio, versus television and print. That is correct. Who is on our team, including you, uh, myself, Dubs, Matt, uh, Matt, Matt Mateo, Tommy Bateman, and Chunks. So who else? Uh, who's playing from like the monsters? We got we got Dirty Russ Rollins. Nice. Uh, We got Drunky the Bear. Oh no. And then we got Black Bean. Okay. And Bean Bean's quick, man. He can play. He can play hoop. I've been playing with him in basketball, and he's quick and he's elusive, and he's he's going to be a good good addition. All right. And so it's essentially us against the TV guys. That is correct. Wow. So um, and, you know we got uh, Dan Helly um, uh, from uh, ABC. We got Lee Goldberg, who's a tough, tall, lanky guy. But you know what? We just got to play dirty, and just the first quarter we'll hit him coming across the middle, mm-hmm. and then he won't catch another ball. I know Lee. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, but Dan Dan's tough. Dan is uh, he'll be a good safety. He's really really quick. He's tough to he's tough to tackle and get his flag. But um, and they got a very good quarterback, Jason Lucas. Okay. So um, but uh, we'll be okay. I, I'm really excited about our line of Matt Albert and Russ Rollins, and I also like the fact too that anybody can catch a pass. So there's a chance, Big Matt. You're going a little leak out and uh, a little safety, you know, a little safety valve there uh, in case we need you. 
right, Brett, what do we need to do? Who's coaching us? Uh, it's going to be Jay Gruden. It's arena rules, so it's eight on eight. We have a guy in high motion, meaning you have a guy running forward, and Jay, Jay is never lost, and, and he's a really good coach, and he'll come up with some crazy stuff off the net. Um, and it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. The, the trophy's about three foot high. Oh, how wow. much How much money do we win? Um, you know what? Actually, it's, it's for pride. Oh. It's, it's one of those things that's more important. I, than I money. work in radio, though. <laughs> that is true. I have no pride, and I need a lot of money. We sold quickly. our pride long ago. Yeah, that's the very funny thing about it is that we're hungry. Like, so we want to. The TV guys have everything in life. Yeah. You know, notoriety, money, print. Um, and they're nerds. So. Yeah, they are. You know, whatever. I'm not too worried about the print guys, but I know how those TV guys are. Hey, there are already... TV guys listening, I'll throw it if you give me some money. <laughs> uh, so I'm not kidding. What time do we need to be there? Like noon or something? Yeah, I'd say I'd say get there no later than 12:30 and just you know get down there and stretch. And uh, I'm gonna bring uh, I'm gonna bring our doctors from uh, Jewett down there and maybe shoot you up and shoot your nice. calf up. I'm, I'm telling you, you won't even feel anything. You might tear it, but you'll be able to play the whole game. Well, then I'm in. I'm willing to uh, risk that if I can get a shot in my cat. Can I just get it for the heck of it? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not hurting or anything. <laughs> just to uh, get a little numbness, huh? All right, we got to set our lineup then. All right, what do you? Are you going to start off quarterback? I, I can do whatever. I can play quarterback. I can play wide receiver. I, I mean, I can. I mean, I can. I can rush. I can play safety. I, I guess mean, I can do whatever. There's so few guys. That I think we're probably gonna have to. You're gonna have to go both ways, Dubs. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Oh yeah, no, you're gonna have to go both ways, and that's actually an advantage because they have about 15 guys, and while we might tire earlier, they're gonna have their weak guys in, and we're gonna have to focus on their weak guys because okay. they have about, you know, I'd say six or seven strong guys, but then they got eight totally weak guys. Okay. And so when they're in the game, we have to take advantage. And we seem, it seems like our team's pretty strong all the way through. Yeah, we're solid. I I have no worries. I don't know if I can play defense. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I I should go offense only with this calf. Unless we get the shot. We get the shot, I'll be ready. I'm willing to take the shot. I want to play. I want to win. I'm so excited. There's just, there's no excuse for losing. Seriously, I will be despondent. All right, at the Tampa game, if right. we lose, I have hands of glue. Just keep beating it to me in the end zone. Uh, that's because of what you do during the day. Yeah, that's well, it right. works. Now, here's the thing: I'm also stick them, stuck them. Uh, here's the other thing too. Uh, I've played basketball with uh, Bushy before, and there have been a couple of times where it's been a close game, mm-hmm. and we've lost. You don't mind if I say this, do you? No, that's fine. Uh, there was this one time. Where um, I get the guy scores the winning basket and you know, yeah. it's eleven to ten, and as the ball falls <laughs> through the hoop, Brett punts it uh, to hit the ceiling at RDV, <laughs> almost shattering a glass. Good. You don't want to lose. That's... No, I'm with you. So I know, and I don't like to disappoint this guy. Here's the thing about Brett Bushy. He he's also very good about helping you out. Like you're very positive. Uh. When it comes to playing a game, you what know, you're is, not going to run people down. What he is, he's a leader. He, yes. uh, he hates to lose, but he'll uh, you know help everybody come together to win. So it's all tomorrow. Does he have any idea that I have no idea what I'd be doing tomorrow? It doesn't matter. You'll figure it out. Hey, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll bench you. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Just you see that, see that box over there? If you really don't know what you're doing, you'll be in the box most of the game because we have now, 10 guys. Now when they tap out, I don't really have to let go of the chokehold. Now, here's the funny thing about sport. Tommy. Here's the funny thing about Tommy. He plays ignorant. 
but he won you guys the bowling league, uh, having never bowled before. And he is an athlete. He's small. He's quick. I'm telling you, if we throw the ball to him, no one on the TV side is going to catch him. I am brimming with confidence. He's a great bowler, and how does that translate into being a good football player? Just exactly. Trust me. Just trust Remember what me. happened last time in, in D.C. when you guys tried to throw a football to me? How many I caught? Now, here's the other thing about it, too. Like well, then one? you'll be running back. Here's the other thing about uh, it, too. He's a good athlete because we, uh, when Ron and Fez were, uh, we were up in D.C. with them, we did this thing called the St. Pat Spat, where it was, we were licensed amateur boxers. Uh, in Washington, D.C. <laughs> it was Dubs and myself. Uh, Dubs beat the hell out of me. And Tommy Bateman versus another guy over uh, at the radio station. Tommy pummeled him. Just I mean, lightning quick. A lightning quick, fast. The guy couldn't even move. He came out of there black and blue. And he was actually wearing headgear, too. Bats, you're a secret weapon. What, six foot five, 500 pound black man? I've sparred with Tommy, and it—he really is the quickest person I've ever seen. Damn it, we gotta go to break. I've been running late on break, so that's like the signal that I have to break and go to break. But here's the thing, I'm telling you, we're gonna be okay. Bro. What? Can you give me more than two seconds? I know what it is. I want to wrap up with Brett Bushy here. All right, Predators. Big game, war on I-4 between the Preds and the Tampa Bay Storm. That's tomorrow at 7.30. Go to Ticketmaster.com, Ticketmaster.com to get those tickets. And the media bowls tomorrow at 1 at TD Waterhouse. And uh, uh, wish us luck. Brett, as usual, I guess we'll see you tomorrow. We will definitely see you tomorrow, and uh, I look forward to it. And, like, you know, we have to win. Absolutely. Losing is unacceptable. It's not going to happen. Bats, it's all on you. Great. It's the Hideout with Old Radio 104.1. All right, here we go on a Friday night in the hideout. Predators, Storm, War on I-4, Ticketmaster.com. Thank you to Brad Bushy for coming in, and hopefully we'll be uh, winners. I'm really excited. I'm not too worried. No, I think we have this wrapped up. All the people coming in from the hideout, I think, are going to do a good job. Um, I'm really not worried about that. And Russ and, uh, and Black Bean keep themselves in... Really good shape. And Drunky, I'm sure, is some sort of an athlete. <laughs> I guess... <laughs> we were talking about stereotypes. Uh, yes, Pepe. Before uh, Bushy came in. All right, so we ran down some of the ones for uh, Chinese people. Run down those real quick for me. They like okay, rice. Um, <laughs> by the way, this is what you guys said. You guys said this. I didn't uh, contribute to any of these. You wrote them down for later, though. Um, they all know karate. They're bad drivers. You always have to take their shoes off when you go into their house. Matt Albert insists they always look like they're sneezing. It's true. Um, that they have small Dugans. That's uh, true, too. Um, they have subservient women. And they're always taking pictures. And that took us, what, 90 seconds to come up with? At the very least. Yes, uh, Mad Matt Mateo. They always wear face masks on airplanes. Do they? Okay, well, yeah. the SARS thing. Yeah. Because that whole SARS thing broke out. Oh, and I guess uh, if you go get your nails done, it's going to be a... Yeah. That's another stereotype. That or what Clemens said, he couldn't get his uh, blue jeans dry cleaned because 
of mm-hmm. all the again, but these aren't just Chinese. That's just kind of an Asian stereotype. Yeah. So it's not even really Chinese. It's an Asian stereotype. And the math thing. Yeah, the mm-hmm. good at math. Now here's the black man stereotype. That is true. Proven true. Allegedly. Um. Swimming pool drowning cases involve a disproportionate number of black uh, boys and young adults, according to the United States government. I've always believed that one to be true. That black folks can't swim. Hmm. Matt? Uh, I don't find that to be a terrible one. I mean, white guys can't dance, and black people, for the most part, can't swim. It's not a big deal. Now, here's the thing that I'm worried about. Um... Is this going to be bad news that one of those stereotypes has been proven correct by science? (laughs) And are you now going to see, you know, scientists stepping forward ready to examine other stereotypes? I'm sure they already have. I mean, this one just seems to be the one where they were able to come up with some concrete uh, numbers to go along with the stereotype. It's hard to uh, really get concrete numbers on a, a lot of the other ones. So here's what I want. I want an open discussion here in the hideout. Okay? 407-916-1041, I want at least one negative stereotype about each race. And I want to see who gets it worse. Ugh. Now, now here's Matt, the thing. We I round wa- down. We got like 15 for Asians. <laughs> Only, that's just Asians. What about blacks? Blacks. Just, you know, racial slurs alone, you got them topped. That's not, not, that's not, we aren't talking racial slurs, we're talking, uh, stereotypes. It's along the lines of stereotypes, it just follows along the lines. Now, Matt, is there any terrific swimmers in your, uh, family? I can't swim. (laughs) I wish I could defend it. That's a very good point. None of us can swim. And that's the other, other thing that I wonder about, too, is, is this almost one of those things where does this just mean that the stereotypes are based in some truth? I'll have some watermelon. Isn't that usually the? Uh, isn't that usually why there's a stereotype? Because in some form or fashion, it's been shown to be true, even though if it's not the widespread thing. I I t- this may make it easier for everybody. Let's go around the room, okay? And chunks maybe get in here again. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What one do you want to start with? Let's go around the room. And let's each give a stereotype about our race. Oh, okay. That we are. Okay? And we'll see who actually gets it the worst. All right? And we're willing to take your phone calls on this. Um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Is this something that needs to be thrown about? I'll have some watermelon. All right. Was that yours, Matt? No. Okay, what's yours, Matt? Does that have to be negative? No, I tell you what. Just any, a stereotype. Any stereotype. I, I tell you what. I'll take back the negative stereotype. Just give us any stereotype. We and, run, we'll de- and we'll decide whether or not it's a negative or a positive. We run fast. That black folks run fast. Yeah, we're more athletic than usual. Now, do you believe that to be true? Yes. Look, the NBA, the NFL. Now, is that no jokes aside, but seriously? Yeah. Okay, you truly believe that? Yeah, I truly believe the sports that we can get into, we dominate. Like, and uh, so you're saying the black is the better athlete? Yes, we are. <laughs> look, look at hockey. Jerome McGinley, he's the he's the best player or one of the best players, and he's black. Of course, he's Jerome. 
Exactly. All right. If his name me... was Tyrone, he'd be even better. All right, let me ask you, J-Dubs, what... Give me a stereotype about white folks. Unathletic, uh, uh, can't dance. All right, just, just, just un- one. Uncoordinated. Uncoordinated. All right, uncoordinated. I thought you were going to go with too pure. <laughs> Never can be. <laughs> it's the driven snow, my friend. All right, now, do you find, <laughs> do you find that to be true? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, there's a few, oh, there's always, uh, a few uh, exceptions, but for the most part, we are not as coordinated as the rest of the population. Why do you think that is, honestly? I don't know. I just don't think we have any, like, our hand-eye coordination isn't as well, uh, you know, defined as uh, Mexican, black. Uh, uh, well, we might be a little ahead of Italians there. Yeah. Um, yes, Matt Albert. Example in that stereotype, Sean Bradley. Because uh, he got dunked on, and he couldn't dribble, he couldn't run. But see, I'd have to say no, because he was seven foot six and played professional basketball for only, almost ten years. Only the reason he's seven foot six, though. If but he was are, if he was six inches smaller, he wouldn't have been in there. No, but there are plenty of very tall people uh, who don't play basketball because they're not coordinated. Actually, Sean Bradley had a lot of coordination. He was just skinny and didn't care. Trust me, as a Mavericks fan. I know. I had to deal with it. All right, here's a stereotype for uh, Latin folks. <laughs> We're great lovers, and it's true. It's absolutely true. The whole lover, uh, Latin lover thing. <laughs> all right, already. God damn. The cost for 15 seconds. All right, let's go to these phone calls. Any stereotype about any race, we're going to be open about it. All right, let's go to um, ladies first in the hideout. Pam in Orlando. What do you got, Pam? Hey, baby. What you got? The Aryans are supposed to be able to follow orders really well. Or leaders. They're supposed, uh, we're supposed to be good leaders, I guess. The Aryans? No, follow order. Yeah, Aryan. The Aryan race. Lost the war. <laughs> How could you hmm? All right, so white folks are good at following orders. I think we're supposed to be good at like uh, running businesses and uh, leading. You're efficient, like the Germans. Mm-hmm. You know, building good cars. Okay, I'd never heard that one before. Well, that's why they always say the white quarterback. That's why you need a white quarterback. He's a natural leader. Yeah, because white men can't jump. Uh, let's go to... That's why the, the white man has never really excelled in any other position, because every other position you have to be coordinated for. Well, linemen. Linemen, yeah. They, they, they just like to eat. Yeah. Let's go to Scott in Orlando. Hate. What do you got, Scott? How about the uh, Mexicans, where they always wear the cowboy hats, big belt buckles, and the boots? Okay, I'd say that in Texas. Yeah, but that doesn't really follow true for... Latinos overall. Yeah, I don't know if that's an overall, although a lot of my people do love cowboy boots. Uh, but I think it's more of a, like, environment and where you're working kind of thing. I'll tell you this. I've never uh, worn cowboy boots in my life. But, again, I'm just one. You know, and the stereotype groups the whole, but not you, the individual. If you go to your family reunion, do you see a lot of cowboy boots? Yes. All right. That goes in. Cowboy <laughs> boots for Mexicans. We all like the cowboys, too. Cowboys for Raiders. <laughs> That's just for the gangs. Um, all right, let's go to 
All right, let's go to Brian. Having an open discussion about race here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Don't be afraid to call in and contribute. What do you got, Brian? Yeah, black people don't tip. Uh, I, that falls true for Matt. Yeah, because I can't. I will, <laughs> so that's the reason. His car tips to one side. Yeah, I don't know if that necessarily counts. As Now, do you work in a uh, service industry, Brian? Yes. And have you found this to be true more often than not? At least eight times out of ten, I don't get tipped. Okay, now let me ask, are there, other than white folks, like, do any other, like, will you say that Latin people or Asian people will tip? Yeah, more often they do. Okay, more often than black folks. All right, that's one of Brian's observations uh, with the stereotype. Thank you, Brian. Another black stereotype is that uh, we smell funny when it rains. What? I've heard that. A chick actually asked me, is that why I don't like to go out in the rain? Okay, when was this? And tell me this story. Hey, melting. I was in school, in high school, junior year, and this and it was raining outside, and I came running in, and she said, oh, why don't you like going out there? Because you people smell funny when it rains. What? And I didn't know how to react, because it, it was so racist that you, I just, but did she really say that? Is it? I've never heard that Me before. Me neither. That's the first time I've heard that. I've heard what? about it in Mexicans, too. I mean, I think everybody has a certain smell when they're wet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always the wet smell for everyone. Mm. All right, I got some here on the board. Uh, let's take a break. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407 As it turns out, the U.S. government did a uh, research project, and it turns out that most sw- swimming pool drowning cases involve a disproportionate number of black boys and young adults. Again, just kind of feeding right into the stereotype of black folks not only don't know how to swim, there's also one, too, that they're just afraid of water. Right, Matt? Yeah, like a whole cat thing. Like. <laughs> You can train them with a spray bottle or something like that. I, I don't know exactly what was said. I pushed a black kid in the pool once and he started hissing at me. <laughs> that was a cat. Did, um, did his tail puff up? So we're, yeah. ha- so we're having an open dialogue. Are you guys related? About stereotypes. Climbing curtains. And some of the ones that you know for all races. <laughs> don't black people sleep on the side of their head when it's going to rain? Or is uh, that just your brother? Let's go to Danny LaRusso in Daytona. What do you got, Danny? Hey, I got one for uh, white guys and black guys. Or, uh, for the white guys, I think they're most generally uh, will stray from their stereotypical race, like become a wigger. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I hate that word, but... Sorry about that. No, that's all right. No, I understand. He's just trying to express himself. I no, mean, I got he, he's saying they, they fetter line. All right, so exactly. a lot of white folks <laughs> don't like their culture. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, especially the the latest generation has been kind of raised to think that white devil uh, well not only white devil but just that if you're white you're kind of not Lame. cool yeah. yeah all right i can see that what's the one you have for black folks dan and also it's it's the traditional fried chicken all right i live in a predominantly black uh, apartment complex mm-hmm. and i own two dogs there isn't a night that goes by that they don't find a chicken bone in the, in the ground uh, he- i swear now here's the thing about that danny uh thank you for the phone call being open and honest here in the hideout matt albert uh, I go to into his room, and very rarely is there a night where there's not a hungry man, fried chicken, bone tossed everywhere. Now, here's what I think's funny about the whole fried chicken thing. Who doesn't love fried chicken? Exactly. 
You know, I mean, that's... But you won't find uh, the hungry man thing on everybody's floor. Well, because he's, I mean, he's just, look at him, he's a yeah. behemoth, he's a True. beast. It's like saying white guys love water. That's the stereotype for a white guy. We do. We enjoy some nice uh, DeSante But how is it that bottle. black folks, like, here's the thing, I wouldn't mind, I love fried chicken, how do, like, where does that even come from? I don't know, but... When I'm in public and I'm maybe eating a drumstick, I get subconscious or conscious of, you know, like people staring at me like, look at him. There he is. Told you. I told you. I'll have some watermelon. Get a picture. Now, how about the uh, the uh, white stereotype, no ass? That's true. Look at you. What? You have no ass. You got you got back and hamstring. I got an onion. I got a better ass. Make you oh, cry. You, you got a great ass. I got an onion ass. Stop it. Apple ass, baby. <laughs> Stop. Take a bite of that. Boy, there's a worm in it. <laughs> he wishes. Yeah. Just some sort of contact. Yeah, Mad Matt Mateo. I was just going to say I have a uh, nice bubble ass back here. Because that's the thing, though. Like, whenever you see a white person, mainly a woman, yeah. with a nice ass, you're like, whoa, she, she's got ghetto booty. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. All right, let's go to Artie. You stole it? In Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. <laughs> Come on. Go ahead, Artie. Open, I'll be open and honest. <laughs> no, I'll hold be... you care for what you wish for. <laughs> open dialogue on race here in the hideout. What do you got, Artie? Artie. Artie. Yeah, yes. go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that Latin and black people tend to have closer family ties than white people do. All right, so that white people don't have the tight-knit family structure. Okay. Yeah, go to a retirement home, mostly old white women. I think that's all minorities. All minorities stick together. Hey, Matt, how's, how's your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but you will see in uh, most minority families that... Except for fathers. A lot of times you'll have, like, three generations living in the same house. You'll have grandmother... You know, then the parents, and then the, the old unmarried aunt, then the child, kind of <laughs> all together. Which is in my house. And it's very much, a, <laughs> it's very much a stigma of, you know, when mother gets old, you got to take care of her. Yeah. You know, she took care of you, and you're gonna take care of her. My mom's brought that up already. Who's, who's taking me? Yeah, that's what my mom said to me. Like, Both of us said it. not it. Matt said, I will, and she goes, no, no, uh, I prefer someone else. I don't want to be a burden to you, you like, jobless 21-year-old wonder. You're not going to be alive when I'm 70, so... Uh... Right. Now, I'm, uh, and I think I am, I'm not going to put my mom in a but white folks, it seems, kind of did almost invent the uh, retirement home. Who wants to be bothered? That's... I'm putting my mom in a home right away, and I ain't paying for it. Here's Matt's mom when she's 70. Matthew, I need some help. <sighs> I'm watching TV. South Park's on the new one. Michael, back. in Jacksonville, you're in the hideout. What's up, Michael? Hey, what's up, man? What um, I have a couple, actually. I have some about, like, in the rain, black people turn purple. Uh, and that, and I've that never heard that. that. You're you heard of that? No, I've never heard of that I'm one. What? Eggplant? Yeah, I used to do landscaping, and they, like, in the, in the haze, you could, they kind of have, like, a purple outglow. Okay, I've never heard of that one. Yeah. All right, what's the other one you got? Um, that um, British people can't brush their teeth. All right, British people having poor hygiene—that's a yep. good one. And yeah. you had you had another one about smell, didn't you? Yeah, uh, that black people all smell like cocoa butter. I will say this: it's lotion. Yeah, we need lotion. Why do you need lotion? We get ashy. We look like we've been playing in flour. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Uh, having now, do you use a lot of lotion? Uh, uh, 
A little bit. I always, before I leave the house, I use lotion on my legs and my arms. That's a very big thing in the community of not to be ashy. Yeah. Why? It's Who cares? And no, it's a, it's a, it's not really a status thing, but it's just something you don't do, right? Yeah, you don't want your elbow to look all rough. Look like you can cut somebody with it. Right. And having been married to a black woman, uh, the cocoa butter thing was, uh, it was Rampant. constant. Yeah, it was oh. just, there was always cocoa butter. What about the, you know, sassy black woman stereotype? <sighs> I mean, it wasn't oh, true. Oh, no, you didn't? Yeah, it wasn't true in my case, but that is one that definitely you could throw out for, uh, I guess, put under the black category. Yeah. How about how about with uh, Latin women, the, uh, well, the, the aggressive and uh, a lot of kids? I blame that on Catholicism, though. Yeah. That's what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just all about, you know, no protection, no artificial contraception, which I wonder, too, what, you know, the Catholics, I think it was, didn't they really come about that so they would have more Catholics mm-hmm. on the earth? Definitely. That's Without same, a doubt. That's the same way with Irish and Italians. That's why they have this, such big family because of Catholicism. Okay. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Talking stereotypes here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Catherine in Kissimmee, ladies first. What do you got, Catherine? Oh, hey. Um, I think white people are a lot crazier than blacks and Latins. Define crazier, though. Well, kind of like whacked in the head because there's no such thing as a black or Latin serial killer. All right. Now, that is the thing, too. A lot of times when you hear of a serial killer... You, it's a. It tends to be a white thing. Oh, definitely. Yep. And Without like, a doubt, it's very dominantly exactly. white. All right. That's name, a, name one black serial killer. Crackhead killer. Uh, there was one. I believe a black serial killer. There was <laughs> Richard Ramirez. Oh, that remember Richard Ramirez, the mm-hmm. uh, night. What was he? Night stalker. Night yeah. stalker out in uh, California. So there's there's one or two, but again, the stereotype is the majority white folks are whacked out. Crazy in the head. Does the serial uh, does the DC sniper count as a serial killer? No, I don't think so. There, there he didn't. Uh, they didn't reach uh, certain credentials. It was more of a terrorism type thing. Yeah, I think there were more terrorists than they. They didn't, they didn't get that charge out of killing. They got kind of a charge out of the reaction from everybody. And like lot, the actual murder didn't give them the charge though. And a lot of times too with uh, serial killers, there's like almost this personal connection or something mm-hmm. that happened not that they're personally connected like they but know they, the victim they, but they feel like they do usually they feel like there's some kind of uh, they they usually will kind of do some kind of stalking beforehand and right let's go to joe in orlando you're in the hideout on real radio what do you got joe hey um how you guys doing all right um what about uh, the term puerto ricans are lazy true i i've never i haven't really I, heard a lot of that i always thought that was the black stereotype yeah, it, it's from a lot of people tell me that because uh, I'm Puerto Rican, like my mother or my friends, like man, you're so I, lazy. I mean, I always thought the Puerto Rican stereotype was working a lot. I, I think that's the Latin stereotype. Maybe you're just lazy, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was also one about like Latin folks that we work very hard. We're hard workers. Yeah, that. Although for some reason the Mexicans get the thing of always with the siesta. Which, by the way, I'm not going to lie to you, it's something in my blood. I have it. What's the siesta? That's where, it's like a nap resting time in the afternoon. Under uh, Underneath the tree? Yeah, and that's where you Hat see the, some, the over. sombrero yeah. over. With your poncho. But I, the, one, the one night this week that I didn't get my afternoon siesta, mm-hmm. I thought the show was awful on Wednesday night because I didn't get my nap in. 
But yeah, you are a crab after you don't get a nap in. I have to have my siesta. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> all right, hold on. I'm going to write that one down. That's true. But that's just because I work so hard all the time. <laughs> I'm still bothered by the... You look purple when it rains. <laughs> that could just be a whole thing of the glistening... I don't look like a you know, purple people leader when it rains. Let's take you out. Damn, you beating me to that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we all going for? What is this? Purple rain. <laughs> this <is ridiculous laughs> Makes sense now. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Cindy, uh, Lady Lake. What do you got, Cindy? Hi, I have a few of them. White, white people can't dance. Mm-hmm. All right, can't dance. Spanish da- people are hot in bed. And black men are well endowed. <laughs> I, I am all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Cindy. Those are all really good ones. All right, first one. White folks can't dance. No, we can't. Again, that goes into the whole uncoordinated thing. That's not mm-hmm. true. Chunks, is he's technically kind of white, and he can dance great. No, he's Italian. And he, mm. he still can't dance. He's he's gr- didn't you see ChunksDance.com or whatever? All right. Black men well endowed. Some of these stereotypes you don't want to fight off. Yeah. But then if you're the if you're the black guy who isn't the mythbuster. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you feel awful. <laughs> Purple man. Then you're hoping you're Asian. Then you're thinking, oh, I'm above I'm above average. That's that one sixteenth Indian that I got in me. <laughs> and well, the drink? Latin lover thing, so true. The Indian one's the uh, drinking one. Like Native American? Yeah. No, they can't handle their liquor. That's Josh. They lost all that land. Josh yeah. and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Josh? Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got? Um, what do you think about all the, um, have you ever seen a good-looking, like, Arab or Indian woman? Yes. Yes. Very, very, well, very few and far between, but for no, the most No, part, no, 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 no. Uh, Arab and Indian women were very hot. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I got a thing for them almost. Uh, man, I remember one time Tommy and I were at, some bar down the street from JFK, and there was just a... What was she, Iraqi? Didn't you nail it, like whatever she was? Iranian. Iranian. She was gorgeous. Yeah, you kept talking about it, and I go, excuse me, are you Iranian? She's like, yeah. How do you, you speak Farsi? She's like, yeah, I do. Tom down, dude. If we had stuck around, he'd have gotten it. Damn it. But not... Here's the thing. I think the reason we think that is because we're brought up in our society to only appreciate a couple of things. And, Blonde you know... Blonde hair, blue eyes. And when when... People don't dress the same as you. You kind of look at them a little bit differently and don't really see the what you would conventionally think is hot. I mean, why do you think they're covered up? Because it's so hot. Yeah. Mm. Also, part of it, a lot of times people think that Middle Eastern chicks are actually like Spanish chicks. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they look, there's some similarities sometimes. Isn't, isn't uh, Saeed on, uh, on uh, uh, Lost, isn't he uh, Spanish or He's, something? I think he's... Um, Indian. Indian. Yeah. And he uh, plays... Well, that's the thing, too, about like Jimmy Smith would always have to play an Italian... Mm-hmm. Or sometimes an Arab guy. Or a Native American guy. Yeah, never, rarely a Mexican. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt Mateo. Well, the same can be with Asian chicks. They start out cute, and then as they age, they just get worse and worse. Ah, well, who, what chick doesn't? That's just chicks. But they have... Asian chicks especially. They get all, like, crinkled up and nasty looking. No, they have pearl Look at white cream. women. Are you kidding? Look at the way white women shrivel up like prunes. The eyes squint even more older. It, no, come on. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Talking stereotypes. Coming up, the open door policy. Did it happen in the hideout, our hideout weekend, uh, our week get recap game. 
And also a new little game that we're going to do. Not really a game, but kind of a... Kind of a little... Uh, a little Friday night thing called Hideout Go. Go! So we will uh, get to that in just a little bit. Talking stereotypes, though, because one of them for black folks is proven true. The fact that uh, swimming is not their thing. Yes, Matt Albert. For the Jewish, uh, they're cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is one that is uh, kind of, you know, Jewish people tight with money. And they control the media. I've I've never known... Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Alan. <laughs> Alan Line Wand. Um, all right, in media. I still, is Sumner Redstone, is he Jewish? Rupert Murdoch? I don't know. One of them has to be. Murdoch's Australian. Yeah, the Clear Channel guys, I don't think they are. There are, are Australian Jews. That's not a race. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's go to Shmi. You're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Shmi? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I got uh, from Matt Albert. Uh, he said that the black people could run faster. Well, I heard a statistic on the te- television that the reason why that is is their calf muscles closer to their to their knee. Jimmy the Greek. All right, that was Jimmy the Greek, and that one, that's uh, that's just false. That's not even like a real stereotype. Better athlete. I thought he said something the quads were higher or something. Something. I can't remember what it was. I've never even heard I of agree, that. though. You hadn't heard of that? No. Or the extra bone or and muscle or something. Like that. I can't remember what it was. And extra it could, bone in the ankle. Yeah. Isn't it funny how sometimes when you, like, you, and, when you have an open dialogue like this, you'll learn a new one yeah. because... And everybody else is like, I've heard it, and you're like, hey, I haven't heard that because they're saying it behind my back. <laughs> the extra, what would an extra bone of the ankle do anyway? How would that help? What would it make it go? And who comes up with that? Extra leverage. <laughs> I mean, what would it be, like the Roadrunner and it just goes in a fast circle? Yeah. Fam, in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What do you got, fam? Oh, yeah, I got two for you. How about um, Hispanics always park in their cars on their lawn? I hear. One... Okay, no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I figured you wouldn't like that one, but I got one for you about white people you might like. Um, mayonnaise, always mayonnaise on everything. Now I disprove that one. Yeah, I will say this: uh, the mayonnaise thing I found to be pretty true. Dubs, that's why it's such a big deal that he seems to be the exception, and he's afraid of Hate it. Hate him, probably because he was touched as a kid, huh? <laughs> I have a uh, white people stereotype. But hold on, let me comment on the Mexicans in the car. And the cars in the uh, the lawn. True. Uh, I know not only in the lawn, and I, maybe this is kind of a trash thing. I think it's more of a trash thing, but um, a lot of times you see it in the ghetto or in the hood where you have multiple cars and... The driveway is taken up by a car that doesn't work, so you can't move it, or one that you're working on. So you park the car that works in the lawn. And I've seen it so many times. On blocks? So many times. That's true with rednecks, too, though. Yeah. That's why I said it's more of a trash thing. Mullet Joe had uh, this one car, and I wish I still had a picture of it. I wish we... I meant to take a picture of him next to it so many times. He had a, a beautiful flowing mullet. And he would uh, <laughs> he would always be working on this LTD car that he had that was jacked up onto a blazer frame with these big monster tires on it. And he, it never ran, never moved from the spot. But he had these pipe dreams for four years there to get that thing on the road and be the coolest guy out. 
There is something about that. Uh, Ant Cone, you're in the hideout? Who is this? Go ahead, speak. Everybody on the phone hey, say hey. Oh, go ahead, Buff. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, I got four for you. All right. Oh, no. All right, you ready? Yeah, be, right. go slow. All right. White dudes with the jacked-up four-wheel drives. All right. Okay. All right, four-wheel drive for the white guys. All right. All right. The black guys with the $400 car and the $1,200 rims and the $2,000 stereos. All right, that one uh, could go for a lot of minorities. You see that a lot. You know, just like a really crappy car, and then but it's like it, its value is tripled with all of the add-ons. It's a metro exactly, chrome yeah. rims. Right. All right, and uh, then you got and no no pun intended for you, man, but the Mexicans with the low riders and the and the El Caminos. Yeah, I'd love an El Camino. I gotta say, there have been about seven in my family, so yeah. it's tough for me to say no. You guys are wrong. Um, and what's the other one? And the, the last one, and uh, I only say this because I'm part white and Indian, is the Indian and the fire water. Don't yeah. mix it, man. All right. I'm all right on beer, but the fire water, I'm I'm on the warpath. All right. <laughs> Literally. What is fire water? It's alcohol. Just any kind of alcohol? Yeah. That's what they call it, fire water? Yeah. Native Americans are so cool. Just hippies. That's all they were, hippies. <laughs> hippies who couldn't fight. <laughs> they could fight. No, they couldn't. They couldn't fight disease that we brought over. <laughs> A little smallpox, some bullets. That's all they were. aren't so strong now. Uh, that's our kryptonite. Running bull. Let's go to it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Man, there are a lot of... All right, let's go to Daniel in Lakeland. What do you got, Daniel? Hey. Go ahead. Uh, according to Dr. Kinsey's uh, sexual statistics, mm-hmm. the black man's penis is actually 6.3 inches on average, and the white man's is 6.1 inches. So it's not much of a difference. But see, that's like... But you got to think of how many, like, Dugans there are, and that two-tenths of an inch in the long run... Literally. Um. Yeah. I crush that stereotype. It's a big deal. The, the good or bad way. Here's the thing. Good way. Latin guys. Not really known for uh, size. No. But we're known for being good and bad because we make up for it. Mm. And you beat your woman otherwise. Say <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Be better. Good. Ryan and Merritt Island here in the hideout. What do you got, Ryan? Uh, well, um, I go to movies sometimes, and there's always at least a black guy and two other black girls in the back talking, talking on their cell phone, telling the person in the movie as if they can hear him not to go through that door. Or, you know, it's, but uh, I'm yeah. Jewish, so I'm too cheap to go <laughs> buy another ticket to see another movie. So I, I can't complain. All right, thank you, Ryan. Yeah, the uh, the movie thing is. We talked about that one the other night. I'm telling you, that adds to the movie experience. For me. Not me. There was nothing like me going to the ghetto mall to watch uh, Matrix Reloaded. I, st- I turn around and I snarl. Like, uh... I love it. What about the one you learned on Ron Fez? White people are so scared of black people. We are. You will not see us step up to the fight even against the skinniest <laughs> black man. We're like, hey, 
No trouble wanted here. Because here's the thing, that black man has 400 years of anger behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and probably a bunch of buddies around. Or if they're not buddies, just a regular black guy seeing another black guy fighting a white guy. Oh, there's there's a kick coming. All right, let me ask you. Matt. Yeah? If you saw Dubs just picking a fight with a random black guy, whose side would you take? Okay, is anybody else around? No. Uh, would Dub see my face? Yes. No. no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Oh, I'd, I'd take a, I'd take a kick at Dub. <laughs> Why? What did I do? You're white. You're blonde hair. So? You're no eyebrows. Yeah. Diet. I, I want to see eyebrows. I want to see some expression on your face. You should be sucking up to me. Nah, this ain't prison. It's a Hideout Rule Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Rule Radio 104.1. Wrapping up this race discussion that we're having, open and honest here in the hideout. Everybody welcome. Everybody represented. Thank you for being uh, good people. How about this one? I go ahead. All uh, black people hate white people when they first meet them. Uh, I can tell you the opposite's true. (laughs) I wouldn't even after we meet them. I've heard black people, um, at least this is what Temporary Tan sent me, that uh, have plastic on their furniture forever to keep the uh, jerry curl juice off. Well, All right, 87? I know. You take it to the next level with the jerry curl thing. Uh, you have you find a lot of plastic slip covers in minority families. Mm-hmm. Not in my family. Well, not I'm, we're not saying one. it's not the individual. It's usually the whole. And that's why you listen to uh, Linkin Park. <laughs> Now, I, I, I hate you for I, that, by the way. I know the uh, when I went to the predominantly uh, black camp at uh, when I was Older a kid. camp? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Carol uh, when, when, when I was a kid, uh, most, of, uh, most of the people there did hate me uh, at first because they had uh, had the uh, kind of uh, preconceived notion of the white man. And you wouldn't drink from the same water fountain? Well, we, I didn't have to. You just say uh, forks. <laughs> Dub's got his own cabin. His own bus. Now, someone there did leave. Uh, a white kid there did leave because... He felt uncomfortable? Yeah. And it, I don't know if it was a white kid's fault because I felt a little uncomfortable at first because no one would talk to me. Well, that's that's what's so funny, though, is that you could leave. But, like, that's what it's like for a minority just about all the time. You know I, what I, I mean? I did get them to talk to me after a while. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I just said, hey, I'll get you back uh, in the uh, job interview. Right. And, uh, <laughs> Holla they, back, player. And they, <laughs> guess who's going to get into college? <laughs> and they uh, came right around real quick. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Mateo. I do know that if I go try to play basketball at, like, a predominantly predominantly black person like Parker or anything, there's no chance in hell I'm playing that day. Yeah, no, and that happens a lot, too. Again, that's their way of getting back at you. Uh Poor white guy. Kill can't, whitey. Can't play ball. <laughs> um, Poor guy. What if he was Woody Harrelson? All right, Heretic <laughs> TL. I'm, he better be with the uh, game tomorrow. Give him the chump, man. What game? Give him the chump. Media Bowl. Huh? All right, so TL great. says... Bowling's over. <laughs> TL says, stereotypes. I think sometimes uh, certain stereotypes are attributed to a race when really it's a regional or economic thing. But somehow it gets lumped in. And he's right, because a lot of these... Like the fried chicken thing, that's a southern thing. I mean, mm. southern folks love fried chicken, but somehow, you know, black folks got stuck with that one. The cars parked in the lawn, that's a, you know, that's a poor thing a lot of times. I mean, you just had this white millionaire guy that had all his cars, you know, parked in the lawn. 
So, I mean, I think TL hits it right on the head there. Mariana in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Wrapping this up, what do you got, Mariana? Hey, I have a few jokes about um, Arab Americans. All right, no jokes. No, why not? We're not doing jokes. We're doing stereotypes. Same thing. No, that's different. That's next Friday. (laughs) Uh, Call back then, sweetie. Joe and Ocali, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Joe? Hey, guys, I got a couple things for you real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, For the most part, I found out white people don't have a very good sense of flavor. They're bland, and the only seasonings they'll ever use is salt and pepper. That is a pretty good one that white folks don't really like uh, a lot of, like, they can't take taste. Hot sauce. You know? That's a black thing. Yeah, well, the hot sauce thing is true, uh, because when I worked at Big Cheese Pizza, every time a black man came through, he was always asking for the hot sauce, and that's not a lie. You mean pineapple. Uh, what's the other one you got? Yeah, when a pineapple came in. Uh, also, uh, I figured out why my Albert's family didn't worry about putting the plastic on the furniture. Why is that? Because once he sat on it, it would be worthless anyways. That's true. So they want to get stuck in his crack. And when, I, but here's the true thing: whenever Matt would sit on it, it would come up off the edges because the couch would sink so low. And they're always trying to tuck it back, and they're like, "Screw it! Look what we have here." He's, looking, actually, he's like, "I want to laugh, but I just can't bring myself uh, to do it." Because you know it's happened at some point, right? Actually, yes. in uh, Matt's house, change gets stuck in him. <laughs> I need a Coke. Let's go dig it through Matt's back. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> These are just new ones you can use on Hoosh later. Okay. Um, Toby in Orlando's got a good one. Go ahead, Toby. What's up, bro? What you got? What is what is with the Mexican dude's trucks with, like, the Rodriguez, like, across I, the back window and all of the plastic accessories and I, stuff? I mean, dude, I wish I could say I knew. But I mean, I don't know how much you see it here, but in Texas, it's just it runs rampant. Oh, it's, dude, it's all over. Yeah, it's like you're seeing, um, I don't know, like a uh, just some sort of a list of some inner city high school in Texas, where it's just Rodriguez, Sanchez, just all these names on the back of cars. Oh, and when Selena died, forget oh. it. Forget it. Who? I had no idea until she died. <laughs> and I asked somebody, I almost got punched. A lot of, picture of pictures of her on the hood. All right, hey, very good conversation. Let's take a break, come back. Mad Matt, see if these people want to be first up. I know, I'm trying to break it. I knew already. See if these people want to play our game. Did it happen in the hideout? Hideout door price blowout. Fantastic prizes to give out. We'll take a break and come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, call now to be a winner. Hideout door price blowout. Did it happen in the hideout? Oh, my goodness. We just saw the trailer for the Buy Curious BJ documentary. It is terrific. Behind the Buy Curious. I, I will talk about it and we'll play what we can of it on the air. It is so good. Soft, you're a genius. It is so freaking good. I cannot wait. And we have a plan of where we'd like to debut it. So we'll talk about that later. First, though, let's play the game. Did it happen in the hideout? It's a recap of the uh, week in the hideout. And uh, basic, true, false, yes, no, will suffice. Do we have an open for this one or no? Good enough. Hideout door prize blowout. Hideout door prize blowout. We'll start it off with Captain Bit Ruiner in Orlando. You're in the hideout. Stop playing FSU music. FSU music. You ready? Let's go. Did it happen in the hideout? All right. 
Did Matt Albert ask for a makeover? Did it happen in the hideout? No, he didn't. You're a winner. Hold on. But is he going to end up getting one anyway? Do you want to know the answer? (sighs) Not yet. We'll talk about that in a second. I think we're going to talk about that during the open door. Over 200 people voted. Nice. Um, Let's go to Ronnie Napopka. Ronnie, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Did it happen in the hideout? All right, Ronnie. Did I give out former intern Gibbs' instant messenger screen name? Did Tommy Bateman do that? Did it happen in the hideout? Um, yes, it did. You're a winner. Hold on. I'm a big dumb waste of space. My dad is probably an AA, fitting since my big-ass head works at AAA. Someone should kick me in my crappy quitting intern face and drum on it until my skull caves in. Name right, I sure hope my screen name Gibbs Got Dibs doesn't get up on the air badge. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Was that wrong? <clears throat> Did it happen in the hideout? What? No, because we haven't even heard of th- heard from this kid. Not one little word. Maybe why should I am him at Gibbs got dibs, G-I-B-B-S, got dibs, D-I-B-B-S. Let's go over to, um... John at Cocoa Beach. You ready, John? Yeah, I'm ready. Did it happen in the hideout? Call now to yes, be a winner. Did. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear the question. Okay. Did J-Dubs have to put his cat to sleep to make room for his new dog? No. Absolutely not. Good job. You're a winner. You got both of them, Dubs. How are they getting along? Did the, uh... Very good now. Uh, a few times the dog will make a little lunge at the cat just to kind of scare it. But for the most part, they are you know standing close to each other now, and uh, it's going well. By the way, some of the prizes up for uh, the Hide Outdoor Prize blowout. Waiting on DVD, $50 in coupons, good for coffee, food, and more at 7-Eleven. Get the Twistas, the great new grill item. It's made with real pizza dough wrapped around your favorite pizza fills. Those are delicious. I haven't had one yet. Get there and get one now. Do they have them over at our local one? Yes. Okay. They always have them, too. It's something they always have in stock over there. $20 gift card to Sonny's uh, Real Pit Barbecue. Phone Dick and Jane on DVD and PSP, so call now to be a winner. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. And star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. McQuaid, you're in the hideout. You ready, McQuaid? Yeah, man. All right, here we go. All right. Did Miss Cottontail... Tell her side of her and Zeppelin's breakup. No. You're a winner. Hold on, McQuaid. What's the latest on that, by the way? Anybody have an update on that? I've been in therapy all day. I don't know. What were you learning in therapy? Just how to feel better. Did it work? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I feel great. You look great. Thanks. Tommy, I got to say, the therapy really does seem to be working for you. Yes, I know. That's why I've uh, referred several other people to go. You think it'd be good for me? I don't know. It might be too late. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You're probably right. Um, Apparently Zeppelin wrote some, like, blog. I haven't read it because it was probably long. Oh, I hear there's other blogs out there, too. Hmm. Nightmare Dave. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Never mind. Hold on. <laughs> Bubba Sparks, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Did it happen in the hideout? Real Radio 104.1. I love your brother, Ben. He's great. Um, 
Did Hideout Tard Private Pile Kane say he'd fight a tranny because he doesn't discriminate against any race? Yeah. You're going to talk to someone else here. Kane. Uh, Sally the Tranny, you're back in the hideout. Uh, what's up, Sally? I really want to challenge Kane because he seems more of a formidable opponent. As opposed to Private Pile, who maybe yeah. isn't kind of weak. Are you against fighting trannies, uh, Kane? Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm open to any race. That's good. And that's good, because the last I like thing that, we... I like equal, equal opportunity here in the hideout. The last thing we want yeah. is uh, a racist um, split personality. Here's the a tranny thing. race. You have to go to the podcasting and listen to that interview with uh, Private Pile Kane. I listened back. It was funnier the third and fourth times. It's just, it keeps getting funnier. He was He's so much better when he's far away and there's no threat of him hurting you. Yeah. You know? I was never really afraid of uh, the Pile Man. I was talking to Nameless last night, mm -hmm. and um, he said, oh, I love Private Pile K, and I go, I hate him. And he goes, he's the greatest thing ever, and I go, yeah, because you don't have to deal with him. That's true. But, like, with him being far away, I'm not so afraid anymore to kind of pick and goof. I would always invite him up. Yeah, you're an ass. Just because you wanted to watch him beat up chunks. Yeah. And Darren. You'd, you'd say stuff to him before the show. Darren in Orlando, you're next up. You ready, Darren? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Did it happen in the hideout? Did Matthew Albert produce audio of him supposedly interviewing a huge movie star? Yes. Good job. You're a winner. I think we're out of prizes. Who cares? I landed a pretty big guest this week. I'm Mr. Tom Cruise. Now, Tom, what? I'm going to get right to the brass tacks of it. Uh, I understand you just flew in for this interview. You're going to have to fly right back to the hospital, you know, to be with Surrey. Um, this whole silent birth thing you do with Scientology, did she really have to do it for Surrey, or is this just a myth you just keep hearing in the media? It's respecting the mother, you know, I mean, and helping to be quiet. Not the mother. The mother makes Oops. as much noise, and people, you know, she's going no through it. no bit in her no, mouth. No, 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 no. She goes. Yeah. All right, we're actually out of prizes. Give us the rest of it, Tommy. Did it happen in the hideout? Let's see if you guys can answer this. Did Nightmare Dave call in and say he's still pissed at Hefe? Yes, he did. Uh, what are you pissed off about? Well, I'm still just pissed off at Hefe about the, the why crap last week. What why? You, mean, like, you would know why if you would talk to me at bowling. No, I'm, I'm not talking to you because you're acting like a baby. What do you mean I'm acting like a baby? I ain't acting like a baby. Have I cried about it lately? Dude, I'm sitting there. I'm t trying to talk to you at the ale house, trying to talk some sense into you, you knucklehead. No, you weren't trying to talk sense into me. I felt like you were running me down. I wasn't running you down. I was telling you the truth. Oh, and then I got an email from him last night. Oh, that email was more than just on your email, my friend. Did he send it to everybody? He put a bulletin on MySpace. Yeah, I guess he deleted me so I couldn't see it. That's real uh, brave. All right, he, no, we can go and do it right now, can't we? Yeah, Nightmare Day, for those of you just now tuning in or maybe don't know about him, he's a heretic. He was a great heretic. He did a lot for the show, got a tattoo um, so that he could win a trip to Vegas from the show so that, and he engaged to his girl, the whole thing on the air. Well, she ended up dicking him over and basically had been cheating on him for a year and a half. The whole saga is on the podcasting. We gave him a lot of airtime. And it was just one of those things where it was the constant, 
you know, I wish you'd take me back, and I love her, and I take her back, and this, that, and the other. Going through the breakup stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, on on a Saturday night after bowling, bowling, I laid into him, essentially, trying to tell him, dude, enough is enough. You got to respect yourself. We're not going to do any dating game for you because, you know, I don't want to be a part of you going, you know, out and possibly ruining some chick's life because you're looking for a rebound because you're looking to try to get over this chick who screwed you. I'm not interested in that. What you need to do is get right with yourself. So then I talk about it on whose weekend was it. And it's not me, you know, laying into him on Saturday night that pisses him off. It's me talking about it on Monday. Well, I'm a talk show host. I talk about things for a living. And he's just been a real ass. And then him and other people talking trash. And so last night, during Zeppelin's breakdown, which, by the way, Zeppelin appreciated. Mm-hmm. So when you when you come in here and uh, when like uh, Jake the mechanic called in, matted us over, you know, kind of joking with them through this whole thing and making Zeppelin. fun of it. Yeah, with Zeppelin, he uh, he's like, you know, give him a break and everything. It, we are in here trying to entertain. I mean, if you want to come on the air about some of the stuff, you have to uh, realize that some jokes will be made, and Zeppelin fully realized that and had a good time last night. And it kind of helps you get over the whole thing. Well, then I get an email last night from Nightmare Dave, who, by the way, I'm done with. I'm no longer interested in uh, trying to help this guy out. Why not? Here's what the email says. Oh, no, I got I got the music. Don't worry. I got it. All right. Hep, first of all, it's titled... You're a dick. <laughs> Hefe, what the F, dude? What did I ever do to deserve you doing that S to me? I can't believe you said I was unappreciative. That was BS. All I ever did was thank you guys all the time for everything you ever did. Except for the bashing stuff. Like I said, all I need from my close friends is an ear to listen and understand. No! Then we're not your real friends. Real friends don't just sit there and listen to you whine. Real friends try to help you. I got plenty of advice from my parents, grandparents, this, that, and the other. I don't need advice from you guys who are younger than me and have no clue what it's like to really give yourself to someone. Hey, sorry, dude, I was married once. I'm divorced. I know what it's like. You uh, went through it for many, many years. It's different because it's uh, not him. And it's just the whole, I don't want to read the whole thing because it just pisses me off even more. But I wrote back to him. What did you write back to him? All right, let me read what I wrote back. Let me find it. You. <laughs> no, it's not what I wrote. You. Here's essentially what I said. Eat my. I said, if I didn't care, I wouldn't even try. And this isn't about AG either. Trust me, I've been there. And from what I understood, you didn't care about what I said at the Ale House. It was about me talking about it on Monday. I'm lost. Good luck, bro. I wish you the best, but I'm not interested in being called an a-hole because I tried. I could have avoided you like everyone else. Keep surrounding yourself with quote-unquote yes people to make yourself feel better instead of getting to the root of the problem. I like you, but I still maintain maintain you got to get good with you. 
Sadly, no one can fix you until you're ready to be fixed. It just pisses me off. Somehow I'm the bad person in this because I actually gave a crap and listened to him. That's your uh, that's your bad right that's there. That's my problem because what do dubs do? I just sit there and go, oh, that sucks, man. And I, I don't get involved in it at all because I know uh, with the relationships and people, they go through these fluctuating uh, feelings so much that you can... You know, get on the bad side of people so quickly over it. I just keep myself completely removed from other people's lives like that. And that's what I'm going to do from now on. It's definitely the best way to go. So, I don't know if you're even listening out there, but, uh, whatever. You know, I'm I'm done getting involved. I'm going to be like doves. I'm just going to sit back and then avoid you at bowling. Be like me. The problem is I'm too nice. I'm approachable. Yeah, don't approach me. I get yelled at for not talking to him at bowling when he was an ass to me all week. I just remember he told a couple people that worked on the show about that I'm a... I'm an ass, and other words I can't say on the air and stuff, and I'm like, well, you are. true. Yeah, but I was always, I thought I was always fairly nice to him, but apparently I didn't. Here's the thing, here's the problem. Here's the problem. We get too nice and too buddy-buddy with everybody. And so then when we want to happen to talk about something on the air... Most people are good with it, though. There's just a few of them that really kind of get their panties in a bunch over it. Tracy and Avito, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tracy? Um, yeah, I have a couple things. First of all, uh, I'm sick of hearing these girls talk about their breakups on the air. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they either need to man up or <laughs> go to Dr. Phil. And see, that's the other thing about it, too. It's like, we are Dr. Phil. That's the thing. And if you come on here and talk about this stuff, expect to get a little the, ripped on and have a little fun with it. Yeah, part of the fun uh, for the listening audience is hearing us goof on you. Yeah, it's not... Yeah. They, they don't really care so other than the goofing. Emotional. Right. What's the other thing, Tracy? Um, I have a new nickname for Bateman. Okay. What is it? Uh, Tommy Soprano. I could see Soprano. He's very intimidating. Yeah, and he's going to therapy. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> All right, I hear it's you. Not that kind of therapy. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. Whatever, dude. Trace her number. I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. I'm sending Christopher. It's a hideout. Real radio, 104.1. Hideout. It's the hideout. Stay right. tuned. The hideout. One of the best callers in the history of the hideout. We'll talk to him next. I'm not even call him a caller. Contributor. Craig Coleman. From CraigColemanShow.com is up. He'll talk to us next about, I guess, Dubs. You're going to be a guest on his uh, show tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow I will be on the Craig Coleman Show in quotes. CraigColemanShow.com? Yes. You don't know for sure. I can find out real quick. I will talk to him next. And we'll play a new game. Uh, hi yes, CraigColemanShow.com. All right, Alex PCS gets it. He just sent me something. I just wanted to, uh, I was just going to ask what to do about this boo-boo on my finger, then I find out you're a dick. All I wanted was someone to listen, laughing my ass off. Can't win, dude. Some people you can't win with, so that's why you throw your hands up and say, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Good luck, brother. Figure it out for yourself. Dub's one of the greatest contributors in hideout history. Is on the phone. You're doing an interview on his show tomorrow. Craig, yes. CraigColemanShow.com. By the way, 
We saw the trailer for the Buy Curious BJ uh, documentary behind the Buy Curious. Yeah, we'll get him on the phone to talk to him about it, too. Epic. It is so good. Uh, but first, let's welcome into the hideout once again our friend from Washington, D.C., uh, Craig Coleman, CraigColemanShow.com. What's up, Craig? Hey, guys. How are you? I'm good. How so, y'all been doing? Oh, uh, we're fantastic. So, from what I understand, you are going to have dubs on your show tomorrow night? Yeah, I have a card to read. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> Take a deep breath here. In a move that's sure to make waves, the hideout zone J-Dubs will appear in an exclusive, uncensored, and in-depth interview starting tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on The Craig Coleman Show. In quotes. For more news, information, downloads, and to listen online, navigate your web browser to www.craigcolemanshow.com. <laughs> All right, so this is going to go on. What are some of the... Um... What, what, uh, what questions are, do you have planned for me? Just uh, give me a little preview and uh, what people come to expect. No, are you serious? Like, you want me to, like, prompt you so you know what No, no, time? okay. This is the pre-interview. Yeah. What am I, Leno? No, yeah, don't. Maybe you can make it in. I <laughs> All right, well, whatever. I mean, the reason I want to have you on is yeah. because it's been a while since you've been gone from D.C., and we really miss you here, man. We need, we need the show back over here. So I wanted to catch up with you. You know, we kind of share audience and... I think it would be cool to have you on and find out what's going on with the show for folks in D.C. that may have not been able to catch up with it. Go over the history of the show, where the show's going. In okay, the why are you doing yeah. with that? Why are you doing that with Dubs? How come you're not doing that with me? I'm the you're, star. You're not. What? Hey, bro, uh, I have to, I asked you. I called in a couple weeks ago. I want you said no, didn't you? No, I said I would. Dubs is the one who said no. I said no originally. Then I said I'd do it. Well, the only reason Dubs is going first is because he's white. Damn it, I knew it. That's the way it should be. All right. But if you don't mind, that's a, you know, a couple weeks from now, maybe next month, it's your turn. I got to wait a month? Yes, they can't have it back-to-back. You can't be the Craig Coleman hideout show in quotes. Yeah, man, seriously. Oh, why not? I mean, you know, you got DCRTV.com Dave on there all the time. Every week. He's on every week. He sure is. Don't front, Hefe. All right, fine. You know, just be cool. I guess you know, I'm only on once a week. It's not like you guys that get to come on there. And, uh, you know, I understand that you guys are doing really well down there. So, you know, uh, for you to be jealous of the position Dubs and I are in here doing a show the tomorrow. The two of you? So now it's you two doing a show together? Yeah, we're thinking about, you know, making no, a show. We've kicked around a few uh, ideas. Like what? You and I have a contract. That's well, ticking quick. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, you're right. It really isn't. Trust me. Uh, oh, right. I'm looking here on my card. It says one more thing I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Bateman's gay. Aww. Aww. <laughs> All right, that's going to be... Well, Perry, you've really come a long way with your wit and humor. Oh, wait, that's the good show. Never mind. Oh, yeah, oh. Perry Nerd. Go to PerryNerd.com. <laughs> okay. Now, are you really fighting with Perrynoid from Perry, the CosmicCircus.com still? No, I don't acknowledge that guy because he threatened to kill me and my parents. That's uh, Perry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that doesn't... Uh... Speaking of, how's Fidel? Uh, any word? <laughs> All right, that's a guy we used to have on our show way back when, before Bateman, who I guess went and hung out outside Craig's house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. He's one of uh, two people that have, like, tried to, you know, they've listened to me and they've grown a distaste for me for whatever reason, and they've tracked or tried to track down where I live. 
and then shown up. Didn't he, like, call you and, like, leave a uh, uh, message on your answer machine? I'm staying outside. It's kind of cold out here. Why don't you come on out? And a message in my mailbox. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I don't know what's become of that guy. It could be an institution somewhere. I I really don't know. I don't care. I mean, I'm above. Whatever whatever happened to him, wherever he is, it must suck there. (laughs) Because wherever he uh, goes, it just sucks around him. Including when the hideout was around and he was on it. All right, Craig Coleman in D.C., CraigColemanShow.com, tomorrow, 7 o'clock. Eastern time, J Dubs will be on. Beat four twenty freak. Uh, how long? You're an ass. How long will be? How long will the interview be? You can I am Gibbs to, got dibs to find out. I, I want to uh, have Dubs on for as long as he, he's comfortable with. You know, I got four hours to fill, and there's no commercials. All right, Dubs. Yeah, we'll, we'll go as long as uh, we feel necessary. All right, Dubs for four hours tomorrow night on uh, CraigColemanShow.com. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Thanks. See you. Guys, good. Right, do we have the uh, audio of the Buy Curious BJ documentary? Is that ready? Is that the one that Chunks edited? Yes. Uh, I do not have that. All right, I tell you what, we'll take a break. And I am watching it. Though. The link's up on the uh, on the front page if you go to links. Uh, you have to listen to it while you're watching it. So during the break, uh, listen and watch, Bateman. It is so good. I think they edited it down so it may not actually roll together. But it is on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Um, Bike here is ah, He's just battling like a maniac, isn't he? <laughs> yes, it's great. Oh, he has it right here. Wow, he's insane. Well, we got to take on. a break anyway. Oh, okay. Let's take a break and come back. <laughs> nice picture of Matt. It's a hideout. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so good. You got to go to the hideout page on realradio.fm and see the Bike here is BJ. Um. Behind the Bicurious movie. It's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. Coming up next on the Hideout. Hideout. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-971. Hey, how about this? Hey, Hideout. Hey, Hideout next. Unscreen phone calls, whatever you want to roll with. Now's your time. Get on the radio. Be somebody. And go to realradio.fm, the Hideout page, to watch the Bicurious BJ movie. Oh, it's so good. I'm looking at it now. Just the trailer's up right now, but the movie's coming yeah, soon. Yeah, the trailer. Sorry. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Two on-screen phone calls. Whatever you want to talk about. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Mad Matt in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up? Oh, it's Mad Matt, Hefe. What's up, dude? I'm super mad. You might want to get ready to dump button because uh, I'm mad. Josh in Orlando, you're in the hideout in rural radio. What's, What's up? up? Hey, What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? All right, buddy. I got some important news for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jumbo and Persona at Hard Rock Live this Thursday. Show of the century. It's a free show. You guys should come out. All right. Uh, we where? work Thursdays, but where? everybody else should go out. Oh, uh, is it, so next Thursday night at the Hard Rock? This Thursday night, man. It's a free show with Jumbo, Persona, Amnesty, and Aeon Race. All right. There you go. It's going to happen. It's a great show. All right, buddy. all ages show. Thanks so much, guys. You betcha. Good luck. And then, of course, Friday is the Monster Anniversary Show, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is where I want to debut behind the Bicurious. I would love to. The Bicurious BJ documentary. Matt in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Matt? I was kidding about the dump button, guys. All right, go ahead. What did you want to say? I'm, uh, here's the thing, man. I'm, I'm super mad because I quit my... That was his best phone call. I don't know what happened. Uh, let's talk to Bicurious BJ. 
BJ there? Hey, what's up? What's up, brother? Not much. What are you guys doing? Uh, watching the trailer for your documentary, Behind the Bee, uh, By Curious. You're watching the documentary in my video. Well, the trailer of it. And okay. How it, is it? It is brilliant. It is on, go to the hideout page on realradio.fm under links. You can watch the, um, the documentary trailer. It is so good right now. It's on, uh, it's on MySpace essentially, but the easiest way to get to it is going to, uh, Realradio.fm, go to the hideout portion, and it'll be right there. Under I'm, links. All right, I guess How we, long is it? It's about uh, three minutes. Yeah, about three minutes. It is so funny. Soft did a great... Two things I found with it, Soft. First of all, you misspelled a couple of words. Uh, innocence is not plural. <laughs> you spell it completely different. Uh, but it's all right. It's all right. It's just the trailer. We can fix it. And... You don't really have a voice over voice, but it's okay. You tried very hard. But if you watch the thing, it is brilliant. So, BJ, here's the audio, but you should go look and actually watch it for yourself, all right? This is the story of BJ, a young, lonely, confused boy and his journey. He didn't know where he was going. I have no idea where we're at. I got picked up by people who I have no clue who they are, and we're heading out. We're taking a right on... Uh... A road, I don't even know what it is. He made friends. Yeah! Work it, Rickshaw! Work it! Work it! Work that Rickshaw! Ride that Rickshaw good, yeah! Ride it! Pedal that Rickshaw! He lost his true love. She was hung up on me, so we're gonna give her the call back. We're gonna give her the call back. BJ doesn't like being hung up on. She knows this. And he found another. But you know, I think a good old-fashioned raping, maybe the trick. He got AIDS. I got AIDS from your dad. <laughs> he also witnessed death. But I think somebody, somebody probably, in my opinion, died. Tonight. And that's where his innocence ended. It has to do with horse porn. <laughs> oh, shoot. Follow us. I know where I'm going. And what I found most interesting about it is after the horse climax, that he would immediately just go and then the horse onto the ground. She seemed to enjoy every every moment of it. I know where we're going. Did I ever say, hey, I'm not following you guys? I'm going to go against the grind. Alright, that's just the audio trailer, but I'm telling you, it doesn't do it justice. You have to go watch this thing. Alright, people are asking for the MySpace URL. Just go to the Real Radio page. Um, Realradio.fm. The Hideout page. Go to the Hideout page under links. You can just click it and it'll take you right there. And it's all uncensored there, too. Everyone who has actually seen it and watched it, 
rolling on the floor laughing out loud. I mean, it... Hey, BJ, you there? I'm here. What do you think? Have you been able to watch it? I, I'm going to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Are you by a computer? Yeah, I will. Is it going to be... It's that good, huh? I, I'm, I tell you what I'm going to... Can you hold on? Sure. I, I'm gonna, why don't you watch it now? I, I'm not in a position where I can. Why? Who's in the background there? Is this a TV? No, it isn't. Yes, it is. You gotta watch this. Why are you in the position to watch it? I don't have a computer. I thought you said you're right by a computer. I said I don't have one. That's why I didn't even watch it. Oh, okay. It's so good, dude. Listen, when I get to, I will get to a computer and I will call you guys back. All right, call us back tonight so we can. Uh, everybody has to see this thing. It is so freaking good. <laughs> I will check it out. All we gotta do. I've been think, anxious about it. I think FJ does. I've been asking about it. Um, I think this thing's gonna make you a star. All right, you BJ. Think it's make me a star. All right, we'll, all right, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> repeater. He is. He's the repeater. All right, I'll give you guys a call back. All right, beat it. <laughs> Five thousand. Five thousand. Oh my God, it's so funny. Yeah, uh, you gotta watch it. RealRadio.fm, the hideout page, yeah. under links. Yeah, this one seemed re really short. I had to cut out, I think, about a minute and 45 seconds because it was all visual, which is the music part. Well, the montage is yeah. probably what's the bet. Exactly. The part that it, it, you just you have to watch it. It's put together, like, perfect. I actually want would want to see a movie like this. Here's the funny thing about it, too. I just knew this guy was gold. You know, I, mean, I know, Dubs, you've, I feel like you're lucky because you've lived with him all your life. <laughs> But I could watch this kid over and over and over again, and finally we have a trailer we can watch until the documentary is done. All right, let's talk to the Hideout documentary uh, filmmaker, Soft Extraordinaire, who's put this together. Again, on the Hideout page on realradio.fm under links, the Bike Here's BJ uh, documentary trailer. Do you think we could have this ready? Now, I would have to ask the monsters, and, you know, I, I don't... Here's what I'd like to show it. Before. Before the show actually gets started... While people are coming in, you know, coming in early. Do you think you can have this thing ready by next Friday? Yeah, if Chunks can get me all the stuff, uh, I'll work my hardest to get it done. All right, because we need a couple of things. I'll voice it. I have, no problem, I have no problem voicing it. Um, I got a couple people who want to donate music. Good, I need that's your what we need. I need your phone number. There's this guy, uh, Fred Black for president, can uh, give us some hip-hop <laughs> stuff. What are you laughing at? I'm watching it again. So, how long do you think it'll be? Uh, I can cut it down to like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, if uh, y'all want it like that. All right. I just want it as long as it can be where, okay, it's, where it's still uh, plenty of action. Where it's, where it's funny and it's not boring or anything, you know, where there are no dragging parts. So, if it's 10, 15 minutes, that's fine. Is the kid not gold? He's just gold. I think one of the other, where all the bleeps were... Uncensored is probably the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. Oh, and there's going to be plenty of uncensored in the in the actual DVD. Commentary, too, would be pretty good. Yeah, we'll get commentary. You kidding? That's not going to be a problem. All right, so go check that out on the hideout page on realradio.fm, the link to it. Very good job, Soft. <laughs> I'll get you all but, the Let's get this number one on MySpace. Yeah, you absolutely. Don't tell your friends. And we'll uh, we'll push it around from there. Is there anything, Soft, that you ha you have to do to go make the video? You said something, go see the video and share it so that if it's number uh, just one. Send a link to your friends. Uh, I guess get them as friends on my MySpace. Just view it over and over again. 
the more we view it, the higher it goes up on the ranks. And uh, let's get this number one on there. So right when they click on MySpace, they see it. All right, very cool. We'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, it's Friday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Open door policy here in about ten minutes. You want to do go? Yeah, let's play go. All right. Very simple. I throw out uh, uh, some kind of uh, best, worst, or something like that, best, worst, most. I will say one person's name, hit the go, and uh, whoever I say the name of, just answer the question I threw out there, if you understand. All right, so uh, we'll start with this one. Uh, Best baseball movie, Hefe. Go! Major League. Major League, best baseball movie ever. I think Major League's probably the Now we get to retort. Chunks? Base, best baseball movie. Uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams is a turn pretty, the correct mic on. Field of Dreams is a good one. I don't think it's as good as Major League. Matt Albert. Bull Durham. Why better than Major League? It's funnier. There's more funnier lines. I, see, I don't think it's funnier. And Major League is still emulated like on every baseball field to this day. Mm. You know the whole uh, Joe Boo thing. Guys with their hats for bats. Same with Bull Durham. And it had Susan Sarandon when she was still kind of attractive. Rene Russo. Come on. <laughs> Rene Russo compared to Susan Sarandon. In their heyday, yes. Rene Russo they, was a supermodel. She was hot. No, but uh, Susan Sarandon has better breasts. <laughs> what? They're big. They're huge. She's like 5'2 and 80 pounds with D cups. I say this, though. I think Major League 2 is better than Major League 1. You are insane. I'm going to punch you in the head. What about the buzz? Thanks for stealing my uh, joke, you ass. <laughs> Why is it better than Major League, the original? Because it's two. Ha ha, I hate you. Huh? Wow. All right, give me another one, Dubs. I like this. Hide out, go. All right. Um, let's do a best 80s TV show, Chunks. Go! Full House. You're an idiot. I hate you. That's the first thing that came I, to my head. Feel yeah. free to hop in on this. 407-916-1041, 888 That's the greatest thing about this game. Uh, it's the first thing that comes to your head. It may not be the correct answer. Yeah. So, now, any 80s TV show? Any. Quantum Leap. Mm. Hunter. Oh, Hunter. Nice. I liked Hunter. Oh, damn it. In the heat of the night. You said Hunter. No, no I, I said Hunter. No, he said no Hunter. but you I, have to stick with it. No. I want to end in the heat of the night. Tommy, what do you have? Growing Pains. Damn you. You know what I, oh, the one I forgot about? A-Team. If I had to choose between A-Team or Quantum Leap. A-Team was great. I think I, I liked Quantum Leap more, but A-Team was so good. $64,000 Pyramid. All right, give me another one, Dubs. Go. All right. Uh, most boring sport, Tommy, Go. Go. Baseball. Baseball's your most boring sport? And possibly football tomorrow between 1 and 3. The media ball's going to be great. That's going to be exciting. For, for me, it's golf. Golf, your most boring sport? I can't stand tennis. I love watching tennis. I can't stand it. Maybe because I was like the only thing on Saturday mornings at times, and I was forced to watch it because I didn't have cable. I just had the broadcast TV, right. and I was watching that up till uh, wrestling started. Somebody, did somebody say figure skating? No, no that's, one pretty said, sport, that's pretty boring. Yeah, I think that one's between. That one's a good one to fall. But see, golf is a great one to fall asleep to on a nice Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Right, let's go to RK. Some people want to hop in on some of these. You can comment on any of them. RK, what's your? What do you got? 
I was going to say for the 80s shows, man, you got to go with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, man. All right, Fresh Prince was really good. I think as far as sitcoms go, it's in the top. I think that's 90s. Is it? I'm I, think it start, I, I think it got started in the 80s, maybe 88. Technically, so RK could technically be right there. All right, okay, we'll look at that. That is a good show, though. Thank you, buddy. All right, man. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Hideout, go. Here on Roll Radio 104.1. You guys ready for another one? All right, some people want to throw out their own ideas. Okay. For Hideout Go. Oh, I like that little wrinkle to it. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, 90 to 96. Ah. All right, so that one goes in 90. Sorry, RK. And Alpha's better. All right, C Lane, you name the best thing, you pick who you want to go with, and you guys say go, all right? All right. J best Nicolas Cage movie, go. Damn you. Um, face off. You're an ass. I hate you, C Lane. <laughs> Come on. The Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Friday night. I'm Captain Troy. I'd have to say his best movie, Nicolas Cage. Bringing out the dead. Snake Eyes. Just because Carla Gugino's in it and she's hot. Is it Moonstruck? Yeah, all right, you know. Leaving Las Vegas? I'll go with Moonstruck. How's he famous? He's done no good movies. The Rock? Didn't he have an Oscar? No, I don't think he has an Oscar. He was nominated, I thought. (laughs) For his mullet. Johnny and Paul on the Palm Coast, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Johnny? Uh, Knight Rider. That was the show from the 80s, wasn't it? Oh, Knight Rider was a damn good one. Oh, you got to think about all those. Exactly. If you uh, if you don't have time to think, you just pick the top the thing off the top of your head. Yeah. And that's the greatest part about it, because it's never the right answer. Son of a bitch. All right, thank you, Johnny. Actually, somebody corrected me. Nicolas Cage's best movie was 8mm. Uh, ooh, all right. I loved that movie. Sean, in your car, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Sean? Uh, we were talking about uh, Rene Russo and Su- Sur- Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you remember Rene Russo in Thomas Crown Affair? No, yes. I never watched that. Yes, I remember. Oh, oh you yeah. have to see that movie. Okay. Yeah. She she makes Susan Sarandon look like a complete dog. She's there's a lot of nudity shots in there. She's got a pretty good body for her age. She's got an amazing body. All right, well I'll see you another one for Rene Russo. Another reason to like Major League over Bull Durham. Thank you, Sean. Jeremy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeremy? I have the whitest answer ever. Mm. Simon and Simon. <laughs> All right, Simon and Simon for the 80s. Uh, oh, or Jake and the Fat Man would be another very white one for very you. Very white answer, Jake and the Fat Man. Simon and Simon's right up there. Good call. Man. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Let's play this with the heretics. All right. We'll open up the doors. We'll put a couple of the heretics on the spot. Hide out. Go! Next in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1 and the Open Door Policy. Open the gates. Heretics and hair chicks. The Open Door Policy is next. Yeah. Friday night in the hideout and the hair chicks are here. Yeah. It is the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1 and the Friday night Open Door Policy. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Giving the heretics uh, vouchers for Taco Bell. Taco Bell is open late. You can get all their crunchy, spicy, cheesy, good stuff in the wee hours. Go to Taco Bell. Right now we're in the middle of hideout. Go! Go! In which we are, um, we just kind of throw something out there. We pick somebody. We give a category. We say go. And we'll bring the heretics into it because I think it's, right. it's always fun to see different people's perspectives. Let's get a couple of uh, phone callers, then Smirnoff Iceman on the phone has a good one that he wants to give to us, don't Oh, okay. Uh, Jeremy and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jeremy? 
All right, I got two things. The first one on the sport, I got to say that sport during the Olympics we just had with the pieces of granite on the ice and the guys with the brooms running up curling. and down. Curling, most curling. boring sport. They half an hour trying to figure out where they're going to go, and it's like bowling. It's boring. All right, no, now, bowling's now, great. Bowling I love, and I think we so, go do after the open door tonight. And what's the other one you got, Jeremy? Bowling is good, but that stuff is boring. But right. also MacGyver. Uh, MacGyver was great for 80s film, uh, 80s uh, show. All right, best 80s show. I like that. All right, let's go to Jack in Daytona Beach. What do you got, Jack? Yo, I got uh, T.J. Hooker. Who can resist Heather Locklear? Give me mm. a break. William Shatner, though. I mean, that's yeah, the... Well, they, we forgot about 21 Jump Street, too. Oh, 21 Jump Street. I did not watch. All right, Schmiroff Iceman. All right, Schmiroff Iceman, you got to pick who you're, you're going to you're gonna go to. Say it, and then say go, all right? Okay, we'll go with dubs. Okay. Best video game on the original Nintendo console. Go! go! Uh, Gauntlet. <laughs> Come on. Gauntlet? Gauntlet was great. I I have to say, damn it, I'm torn. Baseball stars. My, oh. other, my other one was the original Final Fantasy. Or even Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior was great. Gauntlet? Gauntlet right. was awesome. Let's go to Misfit Matt. What's yours on this one? Pro wrestling, pro wrestling with Starman in the Amazon. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Sea lane, great. I say Super Mario three. Super Mario three. That was my favorite of that series. I like two better. Two, two was so even, trippy. Two wasn't even a real Mario game. I know, but it still was yeah. great. Uh, not Jose or not Hefe. Sorry, <laughs> you are Jose. I'm glad I'm not. Mike Jose. Tyson's Punch Out. Punch Out was awesome too. Punch Out is a good one. All right, Soft Hideout, uh, documentary filmmaker. Well, I got two of them. Uh, one is Smash TV. Smash TV, good. I don't remember that one. And uh, Battletoads. Battletoads, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know either one of those two. All right. Double Dragon. King of the Heretics. Uh, Bong Swap Matt. Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl. Damn you. That is a good one. You. All you need to do is have Walter Payton zigzag down the uh, the lane. All right. ADHD Will. ADHD Will. What's yours for best best eighties? I was going to say uh, Double Dragon. That's a pretty good one. All right, Double Dragon's not a bad one either. <laughs> All right, I like that one, too. And what is it with you wearing the trash bags tonight, ADHD Will? I was with some dudes, and I Ed, needed to clean up. Yeah, Ed made it for me just in case I made a mess, but I, I'm not, I haven't made a mess yet. All right. John Locke. Yeah, it's John Locke. Sorry. Um, I, You like this game or what? I like this it. This is a perfect drunk game. I know a lot mm. of you are. So this is how Dubs and I came up with it on Saturday night. We're just walking around Church Street, Pine Street. Just Soft was there. Yeah, Soft was there. He got it on the uh, documentary. You have to go see the uncensored trailer for the Behind the Bicurious. All right, do we have another call, or do I get to no. throw one out? Yeah, and if you're listening, feel free to call up with your own mm. and or uh, comment on ours. All right, I got mine. Uh, your high school bully, uh, Bong Swat, Go! Go! I didn't really get bullied. No, but there there was a bully in your high school. Who was it? First name. My, my brother probably. Eventually. You gotta get this one. Isn't a good one. Not everyone can do this. Yeah, Matt. Quran. <laughs> Who was Quran? He was just a big brother. That's what, he, that's what he was. I got one too. JJ. He was on the basketball team. He was a star athlete. And the varsity basketball players used to do this thing to the underclassmen, mm-hmm. where it, essentially it was open chest. But it didn't matter if your chest was closed, where and they would, and he was such a good basketball player, he would do it in front of the administrators, the principals, the assistant principals, and they wouldn't do anything. Would never get in trouble. He'd just walk right up and deck you. He was like six eight. 
225, 230, and would just essentially beat the hell out of you in the in the middle of the gym during the during a JV game or a freshman game. Yeah, ours was Aaron Seatman. He would uh, come up and he, he knew how to Charlie horse you, and he would come up and just nail you with it, and you'd actually have to uh, crawl into class. Mine was the Gooch. I can't really describe him because I didn't really see him very often. But, like, he would, like, destroy everything, like lockers and lunch boxes. He was scary. So I got this big, fat black girl to beat him up for me one day. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, I hate Dubs. you. Dubs. I hate you. Dubs got it. All right, is that some sort of a... What uh... you talking about, Dubs? <laughs> oh, you're an ass. I didn't even get it. You're grounded. <laughs> All right. Um, I hear Chris and Avita wants to throw on. What do you got, Chris? Hey, I got a movie and a game for y'all. Um, okay, go ahead, go. All right, for the movie we, uh, or I'm sorry, for the uh, show we got Hill Street Blues. For 80s? Yeah. I can see that. A lot, a lot of people dug that. Yeah, it was like an 80s Law and Order, which yeah. I remember that was great. Essentially. And, uh, for the game, old school Nintendo, uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, a lot of people liked Zelda. I never got into. I was more of a Dragon Warrior, Final Fantasy guy. I loved Zelda, which makes me. I cool. like Zelda too better. Hmm. All right, give us another one, Dubs. Hide All out, right. Go. Um. Most ugly part of a body, uh, Misfit Matt. Go! Most ugliest part of a body. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Probably the thing. bacon strip. Yeah, the taint? The taint area? The mm. dirty inch? <laughs> yeah, especially when the hair starts growing. All right, all right, all right, all Ugliest part of the body, I would have to say, is the uh, the armpit. Yeah, you hate the armpit. Yeah, there's just something about the armpit that drives me just uh, batty. The knee. The knee is pretty ugly. Yeah, I mean, especially if you just look at it, it's just nothing to it. An elbow, too. Chick-fil-A John's pointing at the elbow, and you you got to stop and think about the elbow for a second. No, that's just where he stopped when he was... You know, testing something on the horse. I think it's I think it's mostly when you have your arm extended and it's that little fleshy part at the end of the elbow. Uh huh. That's the that's what it's ugly. Um. All right. Does anybody have one they want to throw out? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You pick somebody, you throw it out there, and you say go. All right. Uh, most disappointing movie, Tommy. Go. It's Pat. <laughs> you had high hopes for it's Pat. That was his first thing that came to mind. I got mine. Alien versus Predator. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had been looking forward to that because of playing the video game on Jaguar. And the video game on Jaguar was so good. It was so good. I beat it, by the way, with the Predator. And, yes, I'm bragging again. And it, talking about his meat. It was just an incredibly good video game. There was so much potential for the movie, and it was just a letdown. Was it a letdown because you didn't have sex with the Predator? Like your sex dream you had back in D.C. with it? Yeah, I remember. I've talked about it. And um, I've admitted it. looks like a woman's part. I don't know it what It does! That, I don't know what. It unfolds like... I don't know who you've been with in the past, but that is... I almost curse. I almost said that's effing scary. <laughs> the teeth. And actually, with more time to think about it, the most disappointing movie was uh, The Crow 2. I actually thought that was probably the worst movie ever made. Anybody in here got a most disappointing movie that there's something they were really looking forward to coming out and it just it bit it? All right, let's go not half a first. Sphere. That movie was like Event Horizon, but nothing happens in the end. Uh, did 
Did you like? Was there a book before? And that why like the book kind of built it up. See, I don't read, so I don't. I don't know if I could be disappointed. <laughs> but I liked Sphere, but I didn't read the book, so I don't know. Like disappointing. C Lane, what do you got here in the uh, open door? Uh, Wayne's World Two. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Stock. I gotta say, uh, yes. It's <laughs> such crap. But yeah. for some reason, when it comes on, you can't stop watching it. Oh, absolutely not. Matt. Yeah, actually, the whole Matrix trilogy, because like I, I was so you. looking forward to seeing a Keanu Reeves movie, and they just kept getting suckier and suckier as you're it such, goes you're on. Such a dick! I hate you. <laughs> Seriously, that's just a dig a knife at me. Um, Wasn't the first one giant mnemonic? No, but they're somewhat similar. Bonk SWAT Matt. Uh, Dukes of Hazard. Jessica Simpson couldn't even save that movie. All right. Yeah, I heard. And when you think about it, too, like. You know, Knoxville and uh, Stifler, and there's a little bit of hope for it. I mean, Duke's a Hazard, it's not a brilliant show. It was fun to watch, but you think, how could you really, you know, mess that one up? And somehow they did. Chick-fil-A, John, what do you got for most disappointing movie? Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector. How dare you? <laughs> if you had anything built up for that, yeah, then uh, it would be disappointing. Here's hey, the thing. genius. Hey, Pure Dubs. Genius. Yeah. You ever fart so hard, your, your back cracks? <laughs> Gets me every time. <laughs> so great. <sighs> All right, here, let's go to... Um, Even the crickets were laughing. <laughs> let's go to Steve in Titusville. We're going. Uh, we're doing Hideout. Go! Here in the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. What do you got, Steve? And pick somebody and then go with it. Okay, um, uh, anybody take this one. It was the hottest chick poster of the 80s. All right, I will go to... Uh, let's pick a heretic. Let's go to... Uh, all right, Chick-fil-A John. Go! Chick-fil-A John, go. Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett in the 80s. Uh, Tommy Bateman. Heather Thomas. Was that her name, the girl from Fall Guy? I don't remember. Uh, God, I hate you. <laughs> you should oh, yeah. know that stuff, Tommy. I was thinking Helen Thomas, the uh, no. White House press corps. No, I think it's pretty sure it's Heather Thomas. Matt Albert. Donna Dixon, she married Dan Aykroyd. She was, she was on Bosom uh, Buddies. How about Cindy like Crawford? A... Ugh. What are you talking about? Ugh. She has a mole. So? Imperfection. Nothing. That's, That's a turd. Are you mad that you can't get them? Big Wood in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Big Wood? Yeah, man. Uh, disappointing movies. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. Uh, again, if you have anything built up for Catwoman other than watching Halle Berry and Leather, I just don't know. Yeah. I can't imagine looking at that thing and saying, wow, that's going to be a great piece of cinema. How about any of the Batmans? Afterwards? The first one was great. And wasn't Batman Begins good? No, that one sucked the most. The latest one? Yeah. Patrick Bateman was an awful Batman. How dare you? By the way, C-Lane. Best Batman movie ever. Uh, big ups to C-Lane. Let's give him a round of applause for putting up those uh, hideout stunt videos on the podcast. And you got a gig coming up or anything that everybody can go check you out at? Uh, yeah, I don't know right now. Probably sometime next week. <laughs> All right, I'll let you it, know. Is there anywhere they can go to uh, to see? Uh, check out jeremysteading.com. That's okay. the dude I play with. All right. Guitar. Very good. But uh, isolate it. And also, it. also, <laughs> big ups to uh, Chick Fil A John for uh, shooting most of that stuff because yeah. I had nothing to do with that. All right, that's so, very yeah. cool. They get Chick Fil A John. Oh, all right. Here, Eric in Orlando has a good one. All right. All right, Eric in Orlando. It's Hideout. Go here in the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Go ahead, Eric. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to throw out. Favorite Saturday Night Live cast member. J Dubs. J Dubs. Go. Uh, Eddie Murphy. So easy. It's the first one that popped in my head. That's what you have to go with. 
All right, Matt Albert. Phil Hartman, caveman uh, lawyer. I mean, I'm frozen caveman lawyer, you son of a bitch. John Locke, what's yours? Come on up to the microphone, buddy, here and hide out. Go! Jim Belushi. All right, Belushi, there's one. Sea lane Will Ferrell. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not going to have to yeah. go with Will Ferrell. No contest. On that one. Not Hefe. Norm McDonald. I loved yeah, Norm. Yeah, Norm was good. He was so bad. His his uh his weekend update was just amazing. What? And and his uh thing of uh of David Letterman. What's the water boy? What you got? I liked uh, Chris Kattan. Go! Oh, oh you get out. Mo. Wow. All righty. Chris Kattan. People throwing stuff at him now. I think Will Ferrell has to be the winner in that one. I don't know. Right, how about this? Hey, let's shorten it. Because you already said Eddie Murphy. Matt Albert, best black SNL member. Go. Go! Uh, Ellen Cleghorn. Oh, you <laughs> suck. I hate you. I hated Ellen Cleghorn. Whatever that bitch's name was, she was terrible. The fact that you even knew her name is astonishing. I know. Um, she was the worst. You can't even say Chris Rock, because I think Alan Clayhorn was better than Chris Rock was on SNL. Yeah, he was pretty, pretty bad on SNL. All right, we'll take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Rule Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Listen to the Hideout. Coming up next on the Hideout. On the Hideout. On the Hideout. Ah, yeah, Tim Meadows is a good one. I didn't even think about Tim Meadows. He was there for so damn long. All right, hold on, guys. Uh, let's come back. We need to find out who's the ugliest between Chunks and Matt Albert. And then give them a makeover. We'll take a break and come back. More hideout go through, uh, too, throughout the night. I like this. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. That's okay. the dude I play with. That's okay. the dude I play with. That's okay. the dude I play with. That's the dude I play with. That's the dude I play with. It's Friday night in the hideout. Heretics are here. Friday night open door policy brought to you by Taco Bell. Providing the heretics with vouchers. Insomnia has its advantages because Taco Bell is open late. The fourth meal. Um, all right, people are wondering, where do we get the trailer for the Bicurious BJ documentary, Behind the Bicurious? That is on the hideout page on realradio.fm. It's the first under links mm-hmm. right there on the front page. I think everyone who's seen it loves it. And yeah, you got to go check it out. Let's go to uh, Keith and Kissimmee for Hideout. Go! What do you got, Keith? I got one of those disappointing movies. I thought it would be another Monty Python, but the Kids in the Hall movie. Oh, Brand Candy? Was, was not, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, you know, I want to reverse it a little bit. Thank you, Keith. All right, let me go to West the Water Boy because he is the movie guy. M- ready? Movie thought you would. The movie you thought would suck. But ended up being badass. Go. Go! First thing comes to your head. First thing that came in here. Just shout it out. Anything that comes out to your head. Come out of your head. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> hey! As a kid, that's all right, Wes. I actually liked that one as a kid. There weren't very high hopes for that one. Bonk Swap Matt. Secret Window. I, I didn't expect that at all. Daddy good. sneaked out of. Aw, <laughs> oh, come on. Sea um, Lane. Uh, love Actually. <laughs> Mo. That's the dude I play with. 
Is that the one with um, what's his name? With all the British Jerry Knightley. Uh, I thought it was very good, actually. So yes, I agree. Mo. That's what the I play with. That's the dude I play with. Not Hefe. From the uh, sounds of the title, the butterfly effect. That I, because, that was actually decent because it had what's his name in it. Um, what's his, I, I thought it was Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Crusher, yeah, whatever. Ashton Kutcher. You thought it would suck, but as it turns out, it wasn't yeah. too bad. Uh, Lester Big Hands. What movie did you think would suck, but actually turned out to be pretty good? Magnolia. Magnolia was great. Magnolia was awesome. That's just because that's what you always tell Rhonda over there. Respect the. No, that's, that's the Venus butterfly. <laughs> uh, Tommy. Uh, the Way of the Master with Kirk Cameron. That's not a movie. That's a uh, that's propaganda a film. Belief. Whatever. Miss it sounded like it was a badass action film, but no. <laughs> Misfit Matt. Uh, the Notebook. I cried like a little bitch with a skin knee. <laughs> I had a, I, the radio flyer do the same well, thing to me. Puts it over the top is the simile. Uh, like a little bitch with a skin knee. Dubs, what about for you? You know, they threw out some good ones. I can't really think of any more. I, I, I thought Magnolia was going to blow, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, and same with uh, Butterfly Effect. See, Lane, you got another? In that case, uh, along with the chick flick movies, Garden State I thought was going to be Garden awful. State was great. Garden State was amazing. Serendipity for me. Mo. <laughs> another one there along the same lines hmm. let's go to matt albert Fat- Hi- heidi this is a, a, a movie i thought i'd be so gay i haven't what? even asked my question yet oh sorry best chick flick go go uh memphis bell <laughs> I, that's, that's the fun part about the game is you have to shout something out immediately and then you go, uh, not half a fever pitch. Bridget Jones. That's just because it has the red socks, you sissy. What? You'd, uh, I know you'd, uh, well, I can't see what I was going to say. What's the water boy? How to lose a guy in 10 days. How gay are you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Best What's the water boy? Best movie ever made. Oh, the glory hole. One, two, three, and five. Come on. Number four wasn't quite up to par. If you ADHD know what I mean. will. Best chick flick. ADHD will. Go. Go. Um, I'm going to say. The time Zeppelin's uh, girlfriend uh, left me for him. Debbie does the Continental. Shut up. States. Back up. Yes, yeah, see you later. Uh, win a date with Ted Hamilton. You know what? I loved it. <laughs> I never even heard of that one. Misfit Matt? The Matrix. <laughs> what is it? Why are you going after me? What the hell, dude? It's a great freaking movie. It's one of the best movies of our time. Yes, um... Summer Catch. Matt... That's a chick flick. <laughs> I'll agree. It's right up there. It's one of my favorites. She's all that? Whatever. That... Oh, there we go. That's a good one. She's Wing all Commander. that. Uh, <laughs> What's Wing Commander? Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> Drive Me Crazy. What's what's that again? Uh, let's fools rush in. Oh, no. well, Selma Hayek was in it. And, and uh, Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Ink Simi, you got one. Ink. Yes. Go ahead. You got a uh, you got a category for hideout go. Absolutely. All right. Uh, pick somebody and then we'll go with it. 
Okay. Uh, for dubs, most famous television or movie vehicle. Vehicle? Uh, the the uh, the Batmobile. I gotta say, uh, Kit Knight Rider. Kit was good, uh, or uh, Dragula. Dragula from uh, the Monsters. Oh damn it, that is a good one. Saf, go. The Mach Five. Mm-hmm. Mach Five. Uh, Speed, Speed Racer. Racer. Come on. I don't pay attention to that. That's sissy. Go. Uh, the Penis Mobile from the Ambiguously Gay Duo. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> I Why are you sitting next to Wes? I see Lane. That's a that's good the one. dude I play with. All right, EJ from the U, come on up and go. The Mystery Machine. Mm. Yes. yes, the Mystery Machine. Absolutely. What's that? From Scooby Doo. Oh, come on. I got now. I'm realizing how how out of pop culture I am. <laughs> Not Hefe. Go! The uh, Turtle Mobile, the yeah. Ninja Turtles Mobile, their van. The van. John Locke, come on up. Go! The uh, Screaming Mimi from Riptide. I can't believe I. I <laughs> that you remember that show. That was like a gay version of Magnum. What's Riptide? <laughs> a gay version of Magnum with a helicopter. Misfit Matt. <laughs> What happened? I missed it. Damn it, these headphones. I'm missing out on the fun. Go! Um, well, Lester made a fat joke at not have his expense. Oh, okay. And also, uh, car, Al Bundy's car. Because you only saw it once, but you heard it every episode. Dodge! Alright, that's a very, very no good one. Right. Matt Albert? Go! Ghostbusters car. That was a movie car, though. No, he said TV or movie. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. What about Voltron? Does that count as a vehicle? No. It's a lion that was a robot or something. Princess in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got? Princess. Uh, this is Tony, actually. <laughs> All right. Hey, Princess. Uh, sorry, Tony. That's what Matt Albert put you up as. <laughs> Lover. Yeah. Pretty close, but hey, that's all right. Go ahead, Tony. Well, the only thing I wanted to tell you, the best chick flick you guys forgot was The Princess Bride. Uh, was that a chick flick or? I think so. I think it is essentially a fairy tale, so I think it counts. That yeah, was a comedy. That's a good one. Why did West the Waterboy perk up when he heard that? Oh, come on. Brian, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Brian? Uh, I got two. Go. I got the, uh, Google Gadget Mobile. Oh, yeah, the, uh, where the, where the, it would pop up above anything that's driving. Oh, yeah, 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 Gangs of New York. As far as disappointing movie? At first, I thought it was going to be, and I never would watch it. Finally, I watched it. It was a pretty good movie. Oh, so that's one of those. You know, kind of. That's one of those he thought he would uh, hate hate and turn it up liking. I like this game. This is a fun game. We'll play it a little bit more when we go get drunk. Dubs, did you want to throw out one more of the categories that you have over Uh, there? Let me let me peruse this. All right, Hepe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Best porn star. Go, Peter North. Mo. Dubs. What the hell is that for? <laughs> I don't know. The guy's a star. Everyone knows who he is. He did gay porn, too, dude. Well, he's good at both. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever. He's multifaceted. Uh, what's the water boy? Go! The best female is uh, Tommy Bateman. Aww. Oh, now fight. we got a war going. Fight. Fight. Well, you know the best comic is West the Water. Ah, oh, stop. <laughs> Lester Big Hands. Go! What's your girlfriend name? Stop. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right back there, you ass. Take a break and come back. 
as I attempt to strangle big hands. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. All right, let's find out who lost the uh, unpretty poll. Matt Albert chunks, and then we give him a makeover here for the Heretics. Open door policy in the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Open door policy with the Heretics on a Friday night. Sponsored by Taco Bell. Tame the late night hunger beast. Take it to Taco I think that's it for hideout go. I think it was a All hit, right. though. I want to do that every Friday night. Maybe we'll do it before the Heretics get here. Then one segment with... All right, we can do it when you guys get here. I know you guys like to us to... Uh... Dance and, you know, um, do all kinds of stuff for you. But, hey, a couple things real fast before we get to the Who's Ugly or Matt Albert or Chunks. You have to go to the hideout page on realradio.fm and look at this trailer for the By Curious BJ uh, documentary. My hopes are that Soft can have it, have it finished in time for the uh, Monster Anniversary uh, party coming up Friday night, which we'll be broadcasting live from, I guess, a week from tonight. Is that a week from the night? Yeah. Soft? Nice Friday. You really think you can have it ready by then? <laughs> I'll do it, man. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Fantastic. This is a big round of applause for Soft, too. I got to tell you, between Soft and Chick-fil-A John and also C-Lane, all you guys coming through with the videos for the hideout, we genuinely appreciate that stuff. So yeah, I think it's uh, I think the trailer's awesome. You have to go watch this thing. Now, Dubs, for the finals... I guess the, earlier this week there was a poll of who the unsexiest man. Mm-hmm. And Gilbert Gottfried was the number one most unsexy man. I don't see it. Uh, sure, he's mm. no Peter North, but he's talented. <laughs> he's funny. Mo. This uh, this chick who's in here too. Uh, she was like, "What's Peter North look like?" So I went to my favorites, and <laughs> I was able to take her to his website. You're gay. So you don't express it, you're gay. Anyone can guess it, there's something you... By the way, also, too, remember tomorrow night, Dubs will be on the uh, Craig Coleman Show, CraigColemanShow.com, for an exclusive uncensored interview. Mm-hmm. That's tomorrow night. Um, It'll be terrific. So, we had a poll up on uh, RealRadio.fm on the hideout page. Who's uglier, Matt Alvin? I want the poll! <laughs> No, I want the poll. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> Matt Albert, 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin with patchy baldness and graying hair. Or Chunks Corolla, um, bear stud radio bottom. Former. <laughs> current bear stud, former radio bottom. Now, the two pictures are uh, were on the website. People voted. The first one was of Matt Albert with his ass showing in his penthouse pose. And I think that's where he ended up just really losing. So if we look at the uh, the results, the bear stud chunks uh, 15% of the vote. Matt Albert a resounding 84% of being uglier. Uh, Ouch. Chunks got 36 votes and Matt got uh, 190. <laughs> so what are we doing tonight to help make over Matt Albert to make sure that he, um, you know, 
he can be better looking or something. Is there anything we're going to do? We have some um, <laughs> highlights for his hair. <laughs> we have some lipstick, <laughs> some nail polish, and some, uh, I think it's eyeshadow. Now, well, and a nice have, barrette for have, his hair. Do we have time to put highlights in? I have no idea. <laughs> All right. How about this? I, I want to make him over, but here's the thing. I'd like to get some professionals in here next week to make him over. Yes, not Hefe. Did you want to make him over, or do you know people? Uh, both. Okay, can you get some people in next week yeah. to help make over Matt Albert? Yeah, I can do that. Maybe Hooch and her friends? That's what I was thinking. I have a better idea for a punishment just to loot, you know. Because he lost. Um, where's that fatty uh, blow-up doll that EJ from the U brought in? Can you bring that in, please, Chunks? You want to bring that in, somebody? I like Chick-fil-A John because he was thinking along the same lines of what I was thinking, J-Dubs. What were you thinking? I'll be right back if you can fill some time. Sure. Why? Uh... If you want more go? More go. More go? Okay. Let me let me pull out the uh, the go sheet. All right. It's Real Radio 104.1. I don't even have the go sheet anymore. Name the best movie uh, called Go. Go. Go? I have no other answer for that. Mm. All right, here's my idea, Matt. Go bots? <laughs> Just for tonight in the hair, it ticks. And plus, we're so good at having video. That is... Where would you find something like that? Premier Doll Factory Outlet? Ooh. Yeah. That... Why would you want a fat woman? These can, are actually better than those skitty ones. Uh, Fatty Patty Love Doll. Matt, she's not... She's going to be more than just a love doll. She's going to be a hermaphrodite. <laughs> Now I'm turned on. Shut up. What? <laughs> All right, Matt, for your punishment for being ugly. It's um cuz that's how you might need to get your first uh sniff. I put one I right, big hands. You won't let go of the goods. I've put one of the uh breadsticks. Papa John's breadsticks. Yeah, I'm sure they want that plug. Where uh, something else goes. And you will um, come in and eat the breadstick. Um, should we put pizza sauce on it? Do we have ranch back there? There's ra- there should be ranch for the... Uh... Alright, there may be ranch. Alright, there is ranch. And we'll put this up. Yeah. On the videos. Bloppin'. <laughs> Doesn't it look incredibly real? Yes. Especially back here. I'm hungry. I uh, might need to dip in there first. That looks... That does look ADHD will, don't break it. I'm sure that's your mom's yelling at you when you're growing up. You're gonna go blind. Alright, leave it. Just leave it laying there. And Matt will come in and eat. Gobble. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 
Friday night in the hideout, Low Radio 104.1 with the heretics here wrapping up an open door. By the way, a big hand, a round of applause for Nameless, who is here, runs hideoutheretics.net. Did a very good job at that website. Nameless, very cool. Um, all right, we're uh, wrapping up the punishment for Matt Albert. Actually beginning the punishment for him being uglier than Chunks, according to you guys on the poll on RealRadio.fm. Where, by the way, you can also see the trailer uh, for the Bicurious BJ documentary. We now have a uh, Fatty Patty blow-up doll, thanks to EJ from the U and the Premier Adult Factory outlet. She has a hideout hat on. And she has a breadstick and two little breadstick nuggets uh, down where her, uh, basically she has a duke, a breadstick duke with ranch on it. She's a mommy with daddy parts. <laughs> and, well, she's always felt like that. Mm-hmm. Matt Albert, you uh, you have to eat the breadstick, buddy. We've got the video rolling. Let's, maybe we want to bring up the lights a little bit so that Matt can... Uh, See what he's getting at. It's so realistic. It's so realistic. Just tickle the back of his neck while he's doing it. Give him a soft kiss on the ear. Matt, you ready? Let's uh, let's hear it. Let's hear you uh, do your thing. And that is why he's living with me, uh, right there. Oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. What the hell happened? Oh. All right, he got half of it's gone, and they said it's a Jimmy Jam. So there it is, uh, the leader of Hair uh, Hideout Hair or HereticsHideout.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's gonna do it. Another Friday night in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Everybody to thank. We don't need it anymore. Thank huh? you. Thank you, to, thank you to Brett Bushy from the uh, Orlando Predators came in tomorrow versus the Tampa Bay Storm. Uh, check it out. Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. We have the Media Bowl tomorrow night, and we shall be ready for that. Um, also, too, uh, I want to thank uh, C-Lane and uh, Chick-fil-A John for their help on the videos that are on the podcasting under the stunts, videos under the podcasting section. What videos are up right now, Chunks? What videos uh, do My we... favorite is me kicking Gibbs in the ass. The Gibbs, That's my favorite. I love that one. The Gibbs ass kicking is is uh, awesome. Gibbs ass kicking, uh, both editions of the Hideout Fight Club, and uh, Dubs' uh, stunt medley that he did. He did the hot sauce and uh, and also put the uh, icy hot all over like every part of his body. In his eyes. The BJ Matt Albert Fight Club from last Friday's up? No, not yet. Yeah, I think so. I think it's up there. Sea Lane said no. Oh, Matt Albert getting there? tased all over the place. That's up. Ah, the Matt Albert tasing, which is very good, including the taser to the taint. And um, most importantly, me kicking Gibbs in the ass. Yeah. Gibbs got dibs. <laughs> we, I am him and tell him how much you love it. We saw that already. Uh, Gibbs got dibs. <laughs> also, too, I would like to thank again. He's down from D.C., and hopefully we'll see him a little bit more often. But thank you to Nameless. Hideoutheretics.net, where the heretics congregate. He does a fantastic job. But now you're most... <laughs>
we're wrapping it up, bro. But Sorry. now the most important is uh, let's hear it for Soft, the hideout documentary filmmaker. Go to the hideout page on realradio.fm and watch the trailer for Behind the Bicurious, the Bicurious BJ documentary that I'm hoping to debut at the Monster Anniversary Show before the whole thing gets started. Um, it is very funny and very, very good. Other than that, we're all headed to party at our secret undisclosed location. Uh, SBK Live tomorrow. Also, check out Dubs on the CraigColemanShow.com. That's CraigColemanShow.com for a live, uncensored interview. Then on Monday, wake up at the Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips, Fall in the Afternoon, Hideouts back at 7. Don't be ashamed, you understand? Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout of Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. God bless Nick Cage. Be somebody and always talk good. Come on. Uh, question everything. <laughs> question everything. It's stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Go. 5,000. I'm a transsexual. Go! I'm a transsexual. No! Go! Shut Go. up! Stop it, you wing, you spitting! Stop! Shut up! Shut up! You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Go! You feel so good. I wish I know how to quit you. 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 Fathead, go big. Real big. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on the wall. Not interested. I don't. I five thousand.